Has this podcast ever existed this year? Like, has it even like does it even exist this year? I know this is crazy. <laughs> it feels like it's been a year. Welcome to the New Year's party, everyone. Wait, wait, wait. There should be a special one for this. Uh, it's a new year. That means this podcast has officially existed for two full years. Not full years, I guess, but calendar Cross, two years. Calendar years. Two yes. calendar years. Bringing in. 2022, the party's still going. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm your host, Brett Brannis, and uh, joining me as always, except for the one time he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, always. Most of the time. Most of the always. It's my co-host, Eric. Tell him your name. Yeah, this is Eric coming from 2022. Obviously, th- this year this year's totally going to be different than New Year, new us. Right? Yeah. No, we're we're keeping the same formula. We're changing literal nothing. Actual <laughs> nothing. Yeah, we're actually just actual doing nothing. the same topics over and over again. Yeah, actually, what we have right the last thirty episodes, we're just going to repeat. We yep. don't have any new material happening this year. So Zero. We're just like whatever we've done. That's all we got for you. So. <laughs> that's it. Hope you want to listen to the same thirty episodes every single week. No, but. Funny enough, we've gone 30 episodes in now. We've talked on and off about Commander format and MTG and also D&D and our own uh, D&D. We've never explicitly stated all of our Commander decks that we own. Yeah. As and of... I, I, I just did an exercise with Pat where you know we had his episode. He came on. We didn't go in depth on many of his decks, but we at least talked about him and like what decks he has. Yeah. Talk about if if there are any off the wall strategies or breaking the the traditional stock list. Exactly. So yeah, well, I, I, um, my hope is that we go a little deeper, uh, deeper dive on most of our decks. We don't have to literally go through all a hundred cards of every deck. <laughs> um, lock yourselves in, baby. This is going to be yeah. twenty four hour stream <laughs> with Dragon Party. Yeah, like, but I am curious, um, and and. Uh, Bring up like a um, EDH rec, I guess, page of like your commanders and just like see like where you differ on like the top cards. You know what I mean? Like yep, if there's yeah. a clear direction that everyone has gone and for some reason you didn't. Um, yeah, there, you know, there's just curious to find out. And there's a couple. Yeah. And it, it's kind of funny because like EDH rec has really changed the game. Think for it has. When we were general. first building commander decks, it was not a uh, resource that we knew about or had. Yeah, and a lot of it was like you saw somebody playing, maybe not the same exact commander, but same strategy. You're just like, oh, wait, what is that card? Right. What does that do? Like, oh my gosh, or just like cards you had and you just threw them in there. And and even now, like I hate trying like going on the site and like just copy and pasting everything on that site to be like, this is gonna just be my deck. Because I'd rather be more unique, but sometimes there's right. some ideas in there that you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, that's these yeah, one like, yeah. cards that you're like, "Okay, I have to play that." Because we always get super excited about the super and the dark cards that have 
literal no meaning to be played anywhere else. And it's super exciting that Commander's a format where there's a random card that existed 10 years ago, and you're like, that's awesome! I want to play that thing! It's like, wait, I think I have that. And then, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. and in a lot of cases, we yeah. have them. But a lot of times, you'll see a card, and it'll be like $10, $15, and you're just like, uh, I don't have that card, but I have it's a card that does kind of the same thing, except it costs like one more mana, mm-hmm. and it costs 50 cents, and you're just like, oh, I have that. Okay, yeah, I'm just right. going to put that in instead. And then, and then one other thing I think we'll uh, work on doing as we're going through these certain decks is mentioning is there any almost like our design a card episodes is there anything else you're looking for for this deck for each deck in particular like oh if they ever printed this effect for any given reason in kind of any way they could have you know what i mean right like i'm looking for this specific thing like if they printed a two mana this i would put it in this deck like i would find a way to just shove it in so that would be another exercise we'll do but before we get to that back at the party eric what you drinking today Ooh, uh, well, I after coming back from vacation, I have like taken a bit of a break from like alcohol in general. <laughs> but uh, now I'm drinking some Bushmills Black. Ooh, Bushmills Black. All right. Well, like you, I've had a rough go of it as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, I I threw up over the past two weeks. I that was first Whoa. time for that in a long time. Talk yeah. about a throwback. Talk about throwback. Throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Could have been COVID. No one knows. We right, don't know yeah. anything anymore. <laughs> uh, but now I got, instead of off the hard alcohol, I'm onto a beer. This is the party cake. That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> right? It's a great way to come back. This is the party cake. It is a pastry cream ale. Um, it would be weird if it was like party cake. What is it? Like, oh, it's a hazy IPA with like. Yeah, I think, well, but I did mention how like all these craft ones, they're like one of two things now. They're like stouts or they're, or they are IPAs. But yeah, this one turns out to be a, uh, a cream ale. Yeah, I imagine that's a Doesn't stout, right? Isn't that a darker? Uh, not traditionally. It tastes pretty strong. Pretty. <laughs> 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 yeah. Not gonna lie. Not gonna. Oh, oh, okay. There it is. And then on the back end, it like mellows out into a cream. It's the cake. cake. Yeah, cream yeah. ale. They're usually not super like dark or heavy. Yeah, this one hurts up front, and then the, it's just like, no, I'm sweet. I swear, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> the guy that slaps you in the face and then goes, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have a deck you'd like to start off with? Um, I think it was appropriate. To start out with a deck, I don't really play too much, but it was my first commander deck. Ah, I was going to, well, okay, yeah, this is not my first, but. Well, I, I just thought it was appropriate because it's like, I, I bought the pre-con of Kalia uh, of the Vast. Yes. Dragons, Angels, and Demons. This is probably the closest to like the stock list of a deck that I have. Of and, like, of like the EVH rec, you mean? Or? Yeah, yeah, okay. just like, it, which is, which like, actually I don't have too many like the newer cards. But it's, yeah, Kalia, it's one of the classic ones where it, it it's kind of gotten out of favor a little bit just because everyone's kind of gotten on the, uh, like, you need to remove commanders that, that do stuff when they attack kind of train. Right. But, uh, but, yeah, it's really good. You just have, you just draw some cards and then one of them's going to be big and then you attack with Kalia and you just do crazy stuff. It's pretty right. awesome. <laughs> and yeah. it, to be fair with the EDH rec, differences i mean it's pretty hard when she's so heavily is like play every 10 mana demon angel dragon that exists you know what i mean like you want to play 
the biggest, yeah. strongest mythics that are angels, demons, dragons. I mean, very, yeah. very specific. Right, yeah. And there, there's not too many combos with it. There's the Merciless or uh, Master of Cruelties combo. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I have that in my deck because I've gotten a couple people with it. But right, right. It just, well, it's it one just, card that you've definitely run at any given time if you had the deck, but then, yeah, you get tired yeah. of that. It, yeah. It's not as great in Commander because it only takes out one dude. <laughs> right, yeah. But it, the the thing about that in particular, like, it takes out one guy, and usually if it does work, it's pretty early in the game. Right. So it kind of sucks, like, you're so playing a four for like and it's like... on turn five. Yeah, and then... And now you're down to three people. Yeah, yeah and now... And that no, guy just gets to sit there for an hour. Right, and now you you don't get to redo that uh, whole thing. Now you don't get to redo the combo. So now you just have this like first strike death touch one four blocker. Yep. So now it's hard yep. for people to kill you, and now it's just yeah, it it's just it's one of those like glass cannon combos. Yeah, that just, not like, a great combo. And yeah, you're not going to make friends. With you're that. not going to make friends, and it's like. It, I mean, it is very good at killing somebody, but it's just one of those, like, you do it, and you're just like, ah, that's not, that's not fun. I kill yeah, one person, it, but it doesn't win the game. Exactly. That's one of those really bad rule zero combos that's just like, yeah. I'm I'm literally ruining someone's day for no, for no good reason. Yeah, and, it, <laughs> and, and since it doesn't, like, you, you can't do it again unless you, but then people know about it. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that's like, eh, is it really worth, like, yeah, screw it over right. your friend like that, but. Any other notable cards? What's what's a good difference card that you have in there that probably doesn't really show up? Let's see. Um, man, so I I've had this deck for so long, it's kind of hard to fit good cards in there because that you know I've had the deck, so I have you know Gisela or Avison, like all the good ones. Yep. Um, and that's kind of why I was like, ah, you know, I don't think I have too many cards other than just like the stock list um i put sarah's emissary in there that's a really good new one because you can just be like now they can't block any of your creatures if you sarah's that's emissary. the na- name the thing and you get a protection from yeah name a card type so yeah. now they can no one can ever block your creatures but yeah th- this one is probably my most like boring deck and like the whole strategy of it, like you really can't deviate too much because it says very specific creature types and also it's all about combat. So like you need to have protect Kalia, give Kalia haste. And then <laughs> right, that's right, basically right. the deck. And then you just have a critical mass of, of large game ending threats. Um, probably the, I'm probably not playing it super correct because you really don't need that many large, uh, large you know, creatures to, to cheat into play. Usually like one or two will be good enough right. uh, to at least take control of the board state. But yeah, th- this one's kind of boring. Also one of the reasons why I want to start off with that. Because- That's fair. And, and yeah, I, I'm going to start off with probably my most boring. It's also happens to be my most long standing deck. So very similar to what you were saying. Like it was, Kalia was literally your first. This is definitely not my first, which Oh, I, I guess one one quick remark. How many overall decks do you have? I have um, 15 right 15. now. 15? I have one. I have like 12, which seven of which are di- unique. And then, of course, there's my mono black stack that I can't wait to go over. We'll, we'll go over that last for me. Right. So, okay. So, you, yeah. 
I have three less than you, so if you wanted to maybe bunch two together at any given point. Well, yeah, well, you you, you, you queued up one, so I'll, I'll do two next. Yeah. Okay, there you go. That, that works for me. So this is my Karametra God of Harvests deck. Definitely not my first, but one of my early ones. It is definitely, it is by far my most long-standing deck that I own, even with the mono black stack, like the most longest standing one in my mono black stack came after this deck. So th- this has been around for a very long time. Now, like Kalia as well, it's pretty stock if I look at EDH rec and it's understandable too. It's not like narrow in any given sense. It's just that Kara Metro makes landfall so freaking good that you're just going to yeah. like load your deck with landfall. And that's what I did. I mean, I love playing Landfall. I will say, like, looking at the high synergy cards, Emeria Shepherd is in fi- over 50% of decks. And I will say, it's like one of the best cards in the deck. I found it, like, every time I play it, I'm like, oh my god. Like, it just takes over the game on its own. Right. Um, same thing happens with Admonition Angels, a clear, like, that's like my best removal spell in the deck. Turns every land into a removal spell. It's so good uh scoot swarm is one of the newer ones i've added that um you know it has the typical low mana ones like secure tribe elder and and, and lanawar elves avacyn's pilgrim uh the one mana creatures in this deck are incredible because you know it ramps yeah, into ramp. parametra yeah. and yeah eventually i end up playing hopefully like a uh the amulet of vigor which allows all the lands to come in untapped off of karametra so like it just gets out of just hand free. yeah and all the one mana ones are literal free because it just replaces them with a mana like it it's really strong um notable that is not typical that i made the deck into a field of the dead deck as well pretty difficult to do in two colors but karametra allows you to search up a forest or a plains card it says card on it so you're allowed to go get the savannas the temple gardens the like every dual land that has a listed basic land type as going all the way down to like the mistvale plains and sapseed forest which i play both of in the deck yeah you you just pick anything you just like keyword on scryfall just be like Okay, land, forest, plains. <laughs> That's like, it. Yeah, all of them. And I included all of them. It does say, like, Field of the Dead is listed on EDH Rec. It only says 12% of decks run it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm one of those decks for sure. Um, you know, just as, a, as some added flavor. Right. But besides that, it's pretty typical. You know, I'm playing creatures. I'm playing creatures. I'm turning them sideways. The deck wins by just kind of running out a bunch of crap. And it just snowballs. And I love it because it's definitely one of the most consistent decks I own. Yeah. And it's beginner friendly, but also at the same time not because they're not used to... Like, it. you play a land and 12 things trigger, <laughs> which is very complicated. Right. And, and, like, lands are the most difficult to deal with uh, card type. Um, yeah. The, it, Care Metro, it feels kind of like Kalia in the sense that, like, building it at least at first, you just go on Scryfall and just like keyword landfall, just like yep. Kalia's keyword. That's, and then build that's it how sure. you start it. And then it's like, okay, and then I, you could figure it out uh, going down. And it, I think Karametra, the biggest restriction is probably its colors, right? Like, 
you don't get any of the big finishers. Like you can't just fireball everybody out after that's all those lands. absolutely true but it makes it more fun because of that like uh, you really have right. to yeah play within the restraints of green white landfall creatures and yeah which is why i think it gets so uh samey or whatever a better word is for that <laughs> um because the best cards in a karametra deck are creatures that literally have landfall ability because they will not only trigger Karamesh's ability to get you lands, but then the lands will come, and the, like it's just right. all of it always works out. Like you just want every creature with landfall, or a creature like White Mane Lion, which allows it to blink its like bounce itself to hand. Yeah, which the, the, in this deck just... is just absolutely absurd. It's like a free rampant growth every time you want to because it can right. bounce itself. <laughs> it has flash. It's like an unreal card in this deck. It says only forty two percent of decks are playing it. That that should be way higher. That should be probably one of the most played cards. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. What do you got? Give me your next two. I think my next card is, you know, I'm going to go from my most stock list to the... the You're going to get the, more unique as we move on? Oh, no. I, I'm going to the opposite of the spectrum just to get... Okay, okay. You're going to say <laughs> this is like... This is not how you build this deck. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is very correct. Mostly, I'm just going by the order that's in my box. <laughs> okay, right, 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 right. Uh, so this is my mono green uh, group hug deck <laughs> with Grothama all devouring. And I don't see a single card other than you. That, know, that like, you have played, <laughs> yeah. Other than like Beast Within. I don't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, so when I say group hug... I think it, I, I'm true to form, where this deck is not really designed to win. It definitely has win cons, because uh, you just need them in Commander just to end the game if it goes on too long. Right. But, like, I, I, I feel like a lot of group hug decks are just like, ooh, everybody draws a card, and then that, like, like a like Tommy the Crescent Mood or something where they're just like, ooh, everyone draws an extra card. That's my group hug, but I'm really <laughs> uh control deck or or something. Or like they'll they'll claim what what's that um it's the Grixis one that like everyone all your opponents draw an extra card, but whenever they draw additional cards, they, oh, the wheel, they take a damage. Uh what is his name? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the zombie yeah. wizard. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, that's group." I was like, no, "I was gonna say his name's Nevinrall, but that's it's not Nevinrall. It's not Nevinrall. I think it starts with an N, though." Um, but no, this is this because features... he used to be played a lot back in the day, right? He was one of the yeah, early ones that he, like he was like super the, popular. He was the big like wheel commander that everyone right. was like, "Oh, wheels are good." Um, anyway, so this this deck features such good cards as like Magnus of the Vineyard. Uh, which gives everyone two green mana at the beginning of their upkeep. Or Weird Harvest. Everybody can search for X uh, creature cards. I don't and know then, why I couldn't. It was, it's Nekuzar, by the Nekuzar, way. Nekuzar, yeah, Nekuzar. yeah. That kind of yeah. sounds like uh, Nevinreal. That's what I mean. I was like, it starts with an N for sure. I don't know. That's yeah. the only thing that sticks in my head. Uh, and then Tempting Worm is the all-star, which it's a two mana five five. I when hate you, <laughs> when you play the Tempting Worm. I, I like when you play Tempting Worm later in the game. But on turn two, I've just seen, like, Eldrazi. And I'm like, well, the game's over now. Right, yeah. And that, that, <laughs> that tends to happen. <laughs> because everyone gets to put all their non-Planeswalker permanents into play. And just, like, and turns out, Enter the Battlefield effects are pretty good. So it just 
the game comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> but usually the game ends pretty quickly after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and probably my favorite card in this deck is Permeating Mass. Oh, um, yes. That card's actually real cool. It's 1-3 uh, that if it deals damage to a creature, the creature dealt damage to becomes Permeating Mass. Uh <laughs> Which I have hilariously seen that where like three permanents on the board end up being permeating mass somehow. And I'm it's, like, it's amazing how much work that thing does. Yeah, I, I haven't, like, it would be awesome if I could give this thing first strike just because then it becomes a 1-3 and then a 1-3 can't beat a 3-3. Three, three, or uh, <laughs> another 1-3 uh, can't beat another 1-3. Um, yeah, I love this deck. Basically, it just has a bunch of lands so I can continuously play Grathama because it always dies. Um, and this is kind of a deck I play when I just need to cool off. I got too competitive last game, and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to play a deck that's just fun for me and not really trying to win. Yeah, I have noticed, too, you like to play it, and, and I'm thankful for it, too. Like, when someone's like, I need to see the, how this deck plays. It's my first time, and you'll be like, Rathama, here you go. You want to see what you your got deck it. can do? Got it, baby. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah, it, <laughs> your deck it, will do what it needs to do. And with, like, uh, like, Victory chimes. Then there's or uh, there's the lamp. You can like give people mana. I will just right. routinely just give people mana for no benefit to myself. <laughs> just be like, ah, oh, you need like the person in second place. I'd be like, you need extra mana. All right, here you go. Right, right, right. Yeah. Love it. All right, what else? The what's the other one you got for us? The other one I got is uh, my Vile Smasher deck. Ah, who uh, used to, it? Just used to be Vile Smasher. It just used to be it, Vile even Smasher. Even though Eric knew that you were allowed to pair whatever you want to it, but back yes. when the original partners were made, he just said, "No, I want to no. just play Screw Vile this Smasher." Guy. Yeah, he's alone. He smashes things. <laughs> no one likes him. Yeah, I was uh, just and like you could literally partner him with any black or red partner and that would just be objectively Which, better at the uh, original like you made him still when the original like commander legends was not out yet so right. actually there was no option to just like free wheel throw one in yeah and but and everybody was like why don't you just do like the like the golgari one so you could ramp and do stuff I'm like right nah, right nah <laughs> nah file smasher <laughs> is rakdos i need to keep it together um, and but now i have a paired with uh Krark the thumbless Yes. Which is also hilarious. Yes, his um, flavor is hilarious, yeah. Yeah, because you flip a coin, and if you lose the flip, spell gets returned to your hand. Still get to deal the damage with a uh, Vile, Vile Smasher. Smash. If you win, uh, you copy the spell. Um, but those are really the only two, like, Chaos cards. Chaos is one of those strategies in Commander that everyone, like, thinks is a lot of fun until you actually play it and it's just like it's just so tedious it's just a different game yeah it, you just have to be ready for a chaos game i had a chaos deck in nor the wary and it mm -hmm. was a lot of fun like you know when i played right you know i had fun but it was a different game it was yeah, like okay, yeah. be prepared that this game we're just all gonna jumble everything yeah everyone everyone kind of has to be on board like yeah it's... and we've had i've had some of the most fun games playing the yeah. back in just a full chaos like i've i played the possibility storm right and like just amazing things happened yeah so but, just some crazy nonsense. yeah it but, wasn't a game that you don't want that ever game yeah because like again like the somebody just wants to try out their deck they're just like oh, i can't do anything or <laughs> um but those are really and, the and only... to be fair those two cards that you named they're not quite chaos. I mean, right? Yeah, they're very random, but they're yeah, they're not actually like chaos. They're not like reassigning yeah. targets or anything. Um, but like, 
man, when people say like, oh, burn doesn't work in Commander, I'm like, well, I got <laughs> my, yeah, my deck kind of works. <laughs> I, I think people don't understand how much damage Vile Smasher does in that instance. Because, I mean, he's routinely does like 40, 50, 60 damage oh, in a yeah. game. And it's yeah. like, it's unbelievable how much damage he punches out. And another thing to understand is Eric plays a lot of X spells in the deck. I don't mm-hmm. know if they show up in the EDH rec page, but it works so ridiculously well with Vile Smasher because as soon as he has like eight to ten mana, you're dead. You're you're, you're just dead. Yeah, like you're not safe at thirty life. No, with I have ten mana out, and it, basically that's what this deck is. It's a lot of ramp. Um, it is kind of a nombo ramp, so that is something that took a lot of time to tune because like you mm-hmm. don't want a, your first spell to be a two mana talisman of indulgence because right. you want to cast that big spell so you're like damage, oh, yeah. do i cast this for five like for x equals three and sometimes you got to do that uh one of the things that i've offset that like kind of conundrum with is having a lot of like the free black and red spells. Yes, that, there's a lot of free stuff. spells nowadays, and they're pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, they're, snuff out. Snuff and, uh, out. Yeah, exactly yeah. that kind of stuff, and that just helps so much because one, it it just heaps on the damage. Like, oh, another four damage just for casting a spell and killing your commander. All right, and you can do um, that every turn. Delve spells too. There's like the the uh, magmatic sinkhole or something. Yes, yes, that um, spell's been ridiculous. Yeah, it's like one mana, five damage to a creature, and six damage to <laughs> to somebody. Yep. And all of a sudden, you'll be at like, yeah, 35, and you get a little unlucky with Vile Smasher, and then it's like, oh, crap. If I die, I'm just going to take 25 just from Vile Smasher, like, throwing a fireball at me. Right, uh, yep. And, and, and one other thing I've noticed, too, um, is how hard it is to stop Vile Smasher's trigger. Right. Yeah, it's like because because it doesn't target, it doesn't like so you can't prevent it, you can't like plan on it hitting you, you can't because it might not hit you, so you don't right. want to like do anything. Like you can't respond to it. The triggers goes on the stack as soon as he casts anything. So it's it's just so hard to stop in any capacity. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, there's I a think... reason he's banned in one v one command. Oh, he is dirty in one v one. He's basically a damage doubler. In one, yeah, which is which is why like a deck like that wins so often anyway. Because as soon as you're down to one v one, it is like okay, we should ban this, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like all right, now <laughs> you gotta you gotta get that thing off the field. Yeah, yeah now that people hey, are dead, you can't play that anymore. <laughs> um, one kind of underrated thing is like the randomness and the idea of like, am I really gonna spend like my entire turn killing something that might not even affect me this turn? Mm, yes. It's just like I I don't know, like you know, it's the right decision, but. There's sometimes it's kind of just like I don't know if he's gonna attack me, so I'll wait until he declares the attacker and then I'll kill it. But you can't right. do that with Vile Smasher, so yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, you go. Um, I see another kind of popular um, an EDA trick for Vile Smasher is like Goblin Tribal. Um, ha, that's funny. Yeah, I think like, that would be just a way to weaken him. Maybe, maybe people are just like, well, he's a goblin, so we- yeah. I don't know if there's any other like red partners that deal with goblin, but it's well, got to just Rogue be Rock, like right. Rogarok is a zero yeah. mana. So you, well, that doesn't help you at all. I don't know, but people do weird things, right? Yeah, people do again. Vile Smash is one of those ones that he's so powerful by himself. Just, right? Just, yeah. Just do whatever. Just do literal yeah, you, anything. You play a five <laughs> drop, and it's like okay, five damage or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just he's <laughs> just he's like, wait, so what? good. 
you might as well play whatever you want. Vile Smash will do all the damage you need in a game anyway, so just right. play anything. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one I got for you. This is an interesting one. It is my one of my newest decks, and I haven't honestly tuned it or done anything with it. And it's it's funny when I look at its EGH rec page because I have included some of the most popular cards, and that but besides that, this is might be my most unique deck. So this is my Prosper Tomebound deck. Prosper. Prosper is of course brand new uh, out of the D and D pre-maids who's a very strong Rakdos you'll I'm sure you've seen him if you play mm -hmm. commander in any capacity he's the one for death touch uh at the beginning of your end step you exile the top card of your library and then until your end of the next turn you can play that card and whenever you end up playing a card from exile you actually make a treasure which is insane and I have built this deck with all of my Chandras <laughs> <laughs> because I had a mono red deck that um wasn't great it never was great uh, i had a, it was a zurzoth deck and zurzoth was a lot of fun actually i had a great time with that deck yeah um and i had a bunch of chandras in it so i figured i don't know let's move that over into this deck um thinking that it'd probably play out better the couple times i've played it it just dirtles it just does nothing i mean chandras don't do much anyway so it's just, just I played a commander that just plays Chandra's and then the Chandra's do nothing and I just kind of sit there. Um, Chandra's are not on the page at all. I mean, there is like the three Chandra's, the Fire yeah, Artisan, exile, the Torch of Defiance. The exile yeah. stuff. They're not even, even the ones listed are played in under 20% of deck, like 8% for the third Chandra. Only the Torch of Defiance is played in, in, in these decks. I play like eleven Chandras. <laughs> I play like all of them. But that's kind of a fun thing you can do in Commander. It is. It's, it's just like, it, but I will I, say, it's, I've it's killed not five Chandras and they keep coming back. Yeah, it is. It is definitely not good. Meanwhile, on like the high synergy cards, Atali, I definitely play in this deck because it's perfect for the deck. Is in over eighty five percent of the four thousand. So it's just like expect Atali in the deck. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's going to be in there. Uh, Direfully Daredevil I play as well. It's in there. A Dream Devourer, a new card from Call Time. It gives every card in your hand foretell. Oh, yeah. Super cool, which makes you able to play it from Exile. Cast it from uh, Exile. I play that card in there because it's awesome. I mean, it's like the one place that it's like meant to be. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then I have like Zorn is in over 81% of decks. That makes sense. It's any, you know, the commander makes treasure. Zorn makes more that yeah, treasure Zorn double treasures. Treasure. You might as well play a Zorn yeah. in there. Um, but that, but that's it. I mean, like mm -hmm. besides that, I'm playing uh, Chandra's and totally different plan. Hasn't won a game yet. I don't think it ever will. But <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's a deck. Yeah, yeah. We we haven't actually played too much commander lately. No, we haven't. We haven't gotten the the opportunity. Mm -hmm. All right. So, do you want me to do another two? Yeah, I guess so. Let's get two more in there. All right, I got. I think I'll do my two uh, five color decks now. Ah, okay. Because I have two of them. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm crazy. Uh, having so I have two five color decks and two four color decks, and having the mana base to support all that, it it's it's kind of nuts. And you just have to decide, like, you know what? I'm just gonna play. I'm just gonna buy all the three color tap lands, and that's that's gonna be my mana base. Ah, yeah. 
the, uh, the the cheaper ones or the triomes the cheaper ones the, the ones cheaper that are ones like a dollar yeah and they're fair two. they're good they're good yeah plus, some, you get command tower for free pretty much you get now. command tower and you just have a bunch of lands that are just like eh, they're not like the best dual lands but like mm-hmm. you'll play them and sure it, it'll it'll lose you a couple of games but like hey whatever like the it won't lose you that many games to playing like it won't lose you i think as many games as having a bad mana base in right. colors and not being able to play your stuff um i think i'll i'll start off with my changeling deck uh so it's it's the ur dragon um mm. and basically just that means all my changeling since they're dragons they cost one less i think that's the their borophon is another kind of popular like changing tribal right yeah one Man, I think Ur Dragon might be the next most though, just because of I what you said, so. the eminence ability just said like literally says you have a you start the game with a medallion for all your creatures. Which right. Is it's pretty nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so just insane. And whatever like random dragons you have too. I'm just like, this is just really good. <laughs> like and I, I think I maybe saw saw you play the Ur Dragon, like literal your commander. I think I seen you play it once in like 12 games of you playing that deck yeah usually your creatures get pretty nuts and you can just end up winning without it because the nature of the change league deck is like you play one like all your cards are they're not necessarily anthems but they act like it like oh now all my creatures have double strike it's pretty similar to a sliver deck right right yeah similar play style but you just play with every tribe i mean yeah exactly and my my favorite part about this deck is that so many tribal cards come out every set and yeah, right, i right. i do not hesitate and just switching out random cards being like oh this is a cool one like oh this, right. the enchantment that's like whenever an angel dies do this and then there's this other one that's like oh whenever a pirate attacks you loot or something and i think that's kind of the fun part of it is like the the whole point is that none of the cards by themselves are like really good but just the collective is really good so you can just you just play a creature that does stuff and it'll be good. Yep. Yep. Uh, moving on to probably this, my Garth deck is probably my most unique deck. I, think. I don't even know if I've seen that. I've seen it once maybe. But. Yeah. This is my like <laughs> game piece deck. So it has, um, it, it's, Oh, that it, is. Yeah. It's my treasure okay. clue and, oh, yeah, and food deck. deck a lot. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, I thought for some reason I thought that was a three color de- or four color deck, not a five color deck. The, it's the game it's, deck. it's it's basically like a four color deck. Yeah, yeah right. There, yeah, not, <laughs> I think it's like there's a couple. Uh, well, there's a there's a bunch of multicolor cards that work. There's not too many white cards except for like the really good white cards, smothering like, tithe, I smothering imagine. tithe, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I, this deck is hilarious just because it does like weird stuff. I've won a game because I have like Brewerclad in there, so I could yeah. like make a token copy of of uh, a Shivan Dragon with Garth, and all my tokens become copies of Shivan Dragon, <laughs> uh, and that includes like all my treasures and stuff too. I have like thirty things in play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's just a it's just a blast because I it's one of those decks that you just always have something to do because the yeah. whole point is to make mana and then you can use those treasures to like crack your clues or use your foods to do stuff and you just have these game states that are just like I 
don't think I can really win, <laughs> but <laughs> but like I have I like losing. eight <laughs> eight treasures, like three clues. I'm like I'm all tapped out, but not really. <laughs> don't have any cards in my hand, but it, it is kind of a fun uh, fun puzzle kind of deck because it's like okay i can crack two clues but what if i like i'll draw the first one and like okay i can cast this i can like use garth to cast like brain geyser but i'd want to save some mana in case i you know in case i draw something good or like yeah i don't know it's just like a just a wild thing to support like three like quote-unquote tribes but um there's so much overlap with just having a, a bunch of artifacts in play that right. it kind of makes up for all that. Also, one other thing I want to keep track of: how how rare, according to EDH Rec, are your are your commanders? How rare? So, like, how many? Yeah, because they always have like a deck and they have a rank. Oh, so uh, Garth is two twenty. That's it for Garth. Yeah, that's really low. I did not think Garth would be that low. 220 wow karametra was basically 2000 decks um, yeah this one this one's 1100 and prosper i already said prosper was over 4000 wow so he might be the most and then and then you said what was your ur dragon ur dragon is number seven. Oh my god so how many does he have he has like uh 5700 5700 <laughs> holy crap okay so he might be the most I'm just gonna. I'm writing them all down, and we'll uh, we'll just see at we'll the keep, end. That, yeah, that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, I just. I'm curious. I cannot believe how low Garth is. That that shocks me. Yeah, I think it. It's weird because it just should just be like five color good stuff. But man, it's Garth is a very. He weird summons to play. the card Black Lotus. It's like yeah, but who that doesn't that, want to play that. Yeah, like and and that that is good. And then you're just like. I don't know, like, it, I feel like this is, like, the combo that we kind of talked about, where, like, you just flicker him, and then with haste, cast, you know, with, uh, uh, what's it called, Deadeye Navigator, plus a haste thing is an infinite combo with Garth. Right. Um, but, like, yeah, I wonder if a lot of people bought Garth, and they're just like, hmm, I, there's a lot of better five-color commanders out there. Uh, or we can I'm just sure do four. Are. I'm surprised that even with like the Golos band though, you know what I mean? Like some people didn't yeah, you're right. over at least a Garth and say like, well, here's like a five color commander that does you know, cool stuff. That's a good point. Maybe people did do that and they just didn't like, and they didn't log it. it. And... Yeah. Like I wonder how many Golos decks are still reflected on here and like oh, I'm sure a bunch. Like, yeah. How do you feel about that band, by the way? I side tangent. I I, I I'm okay with it. Like too, the Talk about five color good stuff. Like basically all. Yeah the, right. Yeah. Get don't get punished at all. Just do this. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that, like, on I think it's enter the battlefield or on cast whatever you just get a land, any it's, land yeah, it's when it enters, so you can blink him and just get more. Exactly, and then you have the late game engine on attached to him. Yep. Already, so it's just like it's just a one. It's just a one card combo, essentially, and it's like you always get feel the dead. Which first. a lot of commanders are, though. To be fair, this is just one of the only ones that's a five color. Yeah, five. Yeah, and like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure basically eighty percent of Golos decks were just like feel the dead and plus good stuff. <laughs> There's gate decks. <laughs> <laughs> there was Mace's end decks. 
Mm-hmm. I feel bad for you, Mace's end folk. You can, you right, can play yeah, Golos. You, guys got you can play Golos. Okay? Yeah, I, yeah, I think you should. Like, if Maze of End is your, if Maze's end is your primary win con, you can, keep Golos. You can play Golos. Yeah, you're allowed. That means you are also playing all ten gates. In yeah. the deck. go ahead. Go ahead. You're allowed. Um, all right, my next up. Uh, th- this is what sparked it too. I am shocked at how low this guy is in in decks. Uh, 199 decks to his name. We're going from five color all the way down to one color. This is my Gadwick the Wizened deck. And this is a deck that I've threatened to delete a couple times. And then I play him and I'm like, God damn, he's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you always a good time with him. Oh my God, he's so much fun. And not only does he only have 199 decks, maybe this is an account of him only having 199 decks. I don't play any of the cards it lists. Like, it's just like all over the place. So, two of the most high synergy ones, like we mentioned with like, you're only going to ever see this card in a deck like this, which is Verity Circle, an enchantment that when a creature an opponent controls becomes tapped, if it isn't declared as an attacker, you draw a card. It's insane in Gadwick. Every spell you tap down a creature, or permanent, actually. Or non-land permanent. Um, Come on. And then the enchantment can also tap a creature without flying for five mana. But it doesn't matter in this deck. It's just like, that that card just says, like, you're going to draw a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't haven't played that card, even though it's in the deck. Uh, Willbreaker is in the deck as a win con for the deck. The win cons in this deck are so kafluki. Um... Everyone always complains about what was. What's my one win con? You always lose to that. You always complain Gale about Gailcaster uh, Giant or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the Colossus, the the giant one that giant wizard tap, that tapped to balance a Gailcaster Colossus. Yeah, that's Gailcaster Colossus. Yeah, he's one of my only win cons, and everyone's like, oh, "You always get him." I'm like, I, I have like three win cons, and I draw ninety percent of my deck. So, yep, I always draw. <laughs> that's how I win. Um, mm. Hard to switch it up too. I don't have many other cool ways to win. One thing I did with this deck that I enjoy is it's got a little bit of fairy tribal, which is a lot of fun. Um, and it's got a lot of mono blue devotion tribal, which is like you don't see that anywhere. So I even have like the Protean Thaumaturge who copies creatures when you play enchantments. He's like one of the only constellation blue cards. And I play a lot of enchantments because it ups my devotion. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it's just a cool, really unique deck that I always have a blast with. Yeah, that, that's kind of one of the um, weird uh, side benefits of like just generically powerful commanders, especially like one color ones, because yeah. you can you can kind of like fit multiple themes in your deck. Like there right. is there probably a better fairy tribal commander? Absolutely, amount of blue devotion. There's probably one. There's probably a couple. Like Gadwick does have three pips in it. In his, in his he does class. exactly, and that's kind of uh, what led me down that direction. Uh, right, and but, the, the deck lacks some ramps. So Nick, drawing a Nykthos is is pretty really big. welcome. Yeah, but like the there's some commanders that are just like you you pick them kind of like Kalia, where it's just like you're going to attack with large creatures. That's the theme. Like, it's really hard to branch outside of that theme. But with these, like, generic uh, monocolored ones, I think it's kind of easy just to be like, oh, you know, it's just going to be blue good stuff. Like, oh, cast a spell, like, tap something. 
oh, I'm sure in EDH rec, it's just like choked with instant speed, cantrips, and counter spells. Like that's that's all. They yeah, do. and that I do not play too many counter spells. Now I do play counter spells in the deck. Right. I have tried to make it where a you, lot you of my counter spells are, are modal. So it'll be like I have the Archmage's Charm, for instance. You know, where right. it's a modal card. It might it, it might not counter a spell. It might draw me cards. It might do something else. Take that. Um, take that skull clamp that that is going to win somebody in the game or something. Yeah, that's right. It can. Oh man, I could do some cool stuff. And also, um, there there is actually I will I will want to mention because it, it is a very rare part of the deck is the mono blue devotion part. There are some surprisingly good mono blue devotion cards that that care about it, like Master of Waves has won me games because right. he summons a bunch of elementals. Um, Kalaf gets really huge. It's the demigod. It gets It's a star three where star is the devotion. Right, yeah. That I've seen that thing commonly comes down as like an 11-3. Like, no joke. It's right. kind of nuts. <laughs> so call, shout out to those mono blue devotion cards. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna, my next two are going to be three color decks. I think the first one, again, it's pretty generic just by the nature of uh, of the card itself. It's Gavi, Nest Warden. A lot of the cards I'm seeing on here are, are the cards I have in my deck. How many well, how many decks to Gavi's name? Because he was a pre-con. Pre-con, uh, he's ranked 54. How many decks is that? Give me a deck. Uh, 2981. Um. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a healthy amount. number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a healthy amount. Cycling is a lot of fun. Um and it's it's man, it just does its thing so well, Gavi. It's just like I'm just gonna create enough tokens just to be super annoying. And then late game it's like, oh, all those tokens are suddenly angels now and they're four fours and they're scary. Uh, mm, that's cool, yeah. Or like you throw down an astral slide, and it's just like, oh, we can no longer attack this guy. <laughs> 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 oh, I see what's going on here. Um, but it, if you it, there's a ton of decks that like reward you for drawing cards, or that are just like a bunch of like draw go style or control style decks. Um, this doesn't feel like that when you play it because you're just holding a bunch of cards that don't do anything other than cycle. And then you play your really awesome enchantment. That's like, Oh, when you cycle pay, uh, like pay one to do this, or you get to blink something. You're like, I am now like God of the battlefield because right. <laughs> so it, it can be, it can be kind of, it can now be the, the best card in that deck I know of that has to be only played in this deck ever is the dismantling wave. Wait, I think, yeah. It costs like eight mana to cycle, but it says when you cycle it, you destroy all artifacts and enchantments. And Gavi just allows you to do that for oh, zero mana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. It's like, oh, destroy an artifact. in this deck. <laughs> yeah. And you get, there, there's a, some cards that do that. We're like, oh, when you cycle this card, deal. Yeah, it, like, it's just yeah. so ungodly good in that deck. Yeah, it's like it's it. Anytime it happens, it seems so unfair. It's like, are you you paid zero mana, made a two two, and destroyed all my artifacts and enchantments? Are you serious? It is the card that goes like, wait, what? At instant speed, even <laughs> yeah, though because like it, it just like cheats on all accounts because it's like it's like you know right, it's a sorcery on its own, or I think it has a different effect whenever it's cast. I don't. 
Yeah, what well, for each normally it's a three mana card that's for each opponent destroy up to one artifact or enchantment. Okay. And hey, that's yeah. fine. But yeah, that's pretty good pretty, actually. Yeah, it's, it's still maybe a that should card. see more play, but on its own, like that's saying you could destroy up to three artifacts. Artifacts and enchantments, yeah. And also, like decree of justice is so sweet because you just like you get to cheat on the three initial one and just pay X and get X one ones. Uh, there's like more a bunch of weird dismantling wave. Yeah. Um. But yeah, th- this deck is kind of fun, and again, there this along with another deck. Uh, coming up there's a there's something where it's just like you just have something to do every turn so you you feel like you're in the game always because you're just like and usually all the cycling costs like one or two mana anyway so you'd be like nothing's in my hand all right cycle this cycle this cycle this cycle this (laughs) (laughs) a whole bunch of cyclers and (laughs) much is happening yeah Uh, there's some cool cards like abandoned sarcophagus um, I'm a huge cycling fan. I looked into building a bunch of cycling decks. Um, I stayed away from Yavi. Mm-hmm. Just as I think he, you know, I, I want to build a cycling deck that's not an obvious cycling deck. Right. Because um, you could do it kind of anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be anywhere. Exactly. It doesn't have to be Yavi. And actually, the more colors you're in, the better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there, there's some You're really better good... off looking at the, the five color commanders when you're looking for cycling yeah and and the and gavi just in the 99 is also really good yeah right and you can include him as long as you're you're just guy or higher uh, uh my, next. my next deck oh. or no did you want to go to two again you could do two again i figured if i if i do because if i do two and you do one we'll end and then you can talk about your mono black stack i think that's all okay. i'll work out all right, do it. or i'm wrong and then Oh, okay. If you're if you always do two, and yeah. I do one. Okay, yeah. Go for it. That's fine. We'll end on my mono black. That's fine. Uh, this one is definitely my worst deck. <laughs> I have so much fun with it. It's your your lock of scorch thrash. Oh yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, this this deck is is interesting. How many um, decks did your lock? He's pretty unique. I imagine he's got a good amount. Uh, yes, seventeen seventy eight. Seventeen seventy. Like. Its ability, it's pretty good just by itself. Like tap, it is one, it's surprisingly useful. It's, yeah, it, it can do damage. It can definitely do stuff. Um, and it, like the worst case scenario is you gain like a net of two mana for tapping it, which is really good. Uh, <laughs> not not too many creatures just on your commander just give you two mana. Um, and a lot of the high synergy cards, they're it's a lot of punishment cards which i really leaned into yep um i so the idea of the deck which i'll probably try to weave more into it because it kind of just came a junk good stuff deck at the end but like i really wanted to punish people who played just like ramp and a lot of lands because it's like that's the one thing really you can't punish without breaking the taboo of like mass land destruction uh but with cards like Wars Toll, you can. <laughs> so, yeah, like, that's an annoying one to see. Yeah, Wars Toll is whenever opponent taps a land, they tap all lands that player controls. Uh, and if a creature attacks, they attack with all creatures if able. And there's there's actually a bunch of cards that are like, oh, whenever you tap a land for mana, that player taps all the lands they control. Right. And with without your lockout, it's not it's it's hurtful, but like not as it's it's more annoying than hurtful but with your lockout it's like okay i just have to tap these lands to the ability because i don't want to lose 
all my mana. But right. basically, if at the end of the day, it just forces everyone to play on their turn or hold up all their mana. Right. Um, which is nice because a lot of like mono blue, like draw go strategies, they'll like play, they'll like ramp, and then they'll try to hold up like five mana to counter everybody's stuff. But like right. you can't cast your ramp spell if you want to hold up your counter spell. So you kind of have to choose. Um, the more annoying really- one, I think, is that power surge one. That that one because that's so complicated yeah. and confuzzling in the beginning. It does the same thing, right? It's like you're either right. going to take this damage or you're going to take this damage. <laughs> yeah, it's it's when it, whenever there's an untapped land, you put a charge counter on power surge, and then the next player it like accumulates these charge counters, and when it's your turn, you can use the charge counters for mana. But like you know, it's, if you use the charge counter for mana, that means you left your lands untapped. And the way it's worded, it kind of prevents, it's like, it only triggers on somebody's upkeep, but it checks at the, when the previous person's end step, it's just, it's just a wildly worded card that it makes <laughs> And there's more a sense. lot of those in that deck. Yeah, yeah. Just, There's just so many, because conf- you're not used to having to play with Mana Burn, and he is introducing basically a whole new mechanic yeah, yeah. that we all have to be worried about now. <laughs> exactly. And for um, people and, who haven't been used to that, it's just like, okay, this is going to get complicated, but what's going to happen is you're dead. <laughs> right. And it actually becomes better once people get used to it because yeah, there's so yeah. many times where it's like, okay, I tap these lands. I'm like, well, actually, you got to tap all your mana now. And you're like, right. And you're like, what? <sighs> for what? And you're like, well, this card says that. Oh, and yeah. this one says that you have to choose what type it's going to make. And yeah, oh, like, this one says you have to do it during your main phase, not your. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's my like, God. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to like. I attack with just this creature. Like, well, you actually have to attack with all your with creatures. All of them. Yeah, exactly. And then usually they're like, fine, just, I'm attacking with Every card you with changes them. the rules in that deck, and it kind of becomes ridiculous. Yeah, so you really can't... You don't really, really bring this deck whenever you're coming into a new playgroup. <laughs> because they're going to be like, who's this guy? I hate him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it isn't, it isn't the most friendly of decks. Yeah, but it, it's fun just to whip out every once in a while. But it is, yeah, it it's, is, yeah. it's it is like almost like you're talking about times. with the chaos decks, though, right? Yeah, because um, yeah. it changes the rules to like say like, oh no, we have to play in this way now. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like you play it a couple times and you're like, I'm going to put this away for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. All right. Uh, the next one I got up is my three color deck, and it is my only three color deck slash higher. I do not have any four color decks. I do not have any five color decks. You're you're not living the life, man. <laughs> I do not build those decks. Um, I think it's just because they have such a small pool of commanders. I think, ne- and I and I have mentioned how uh, once Commander Legends came out and they and they made a bunch more partner commanders. There's some more, uh, at, only in the three color slots though, because <clears throat> they only printed like the same two colored pairs. <clears throat> so there's not that many more four color, but I, I think it's just a, a, because there's not many that are made that I'm just uninterested and everyone just plays the same four, mostly the pre-con ones. Uh, I just have no interest in that, but here's my three color deck. This is the Halden and Paco arcane retriever. There are 2,600 decks to this, to their name. So a good amount. They're pretty popular. I think because they made it actually into even the CDH scene, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, those partners usually do. Do do this Paco and Holland do that? I guess you I can, think you have there, to. 
they, they do some weird stuff that allows them to be there. But okay. I, I honestly don't know why. I, I think just, just because you're playing blue, right? So you're kind of in the talks. Right, right you're, yeah. You're like, okay, you're allowed to play CDH now. And it's, you have three it's, colors. In CDH, blue. it's super easy to just not play any creatures. So you're just like, all right, right. you just draw a free card. You might not even care about the commander, honestly. And uh, I think it's, it's just like goes, kind yeah. of a late game, like, ah, oh, Paco can attack and get big. And and it has haste, attack. honestly. That, that could be Right, and it has haste. That's what I mean. And can play, and like, and Halden can play all the zero mana things that come off the top for free. You know, like, why That's not? Very true, yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, I exiled three Mux Diamonds? Well, I'll just play them all. all, all Like, there you go. Um, Yeah, so they're pretty unique, where, like, Halden is a three-mana 1-4 that allows you to play anything exiled with Paco. Paco comes down as a 3-3 Hasting Hound that exiles everyone's top card and gets a 1-1 counter for each non-creature card. Well, I built it in a way... I don't think everyone builds it in this way. I built it in a way that guarantees that I'm at least giving it a counter. There are zero creatures in this deck. Mm-hmm. I see on the uh, you know EDH rec page, there's 48 creatures listed as like, you know, could be in the deck. Though the highest one is like in 34%. Maybe that means like 70% of the deck. I, I don't think it's what it means. 70% of the decks don't play creatures. I think at least people play creatures. I play literal right. zero creatures. This is a creatureless deck. Uh, I get my creatures by casting spells that get you creatures. Or, again, this deck also plays the Field of the Dead combo. What's so good about Halden is that he allows you to not only cast spells, but non-creature cards. So lands are allowed to be played off Halden. So with your three-color deck plus any other person's deck, it's so easy to get to seven different lands of different names. Hmm. I play... Not only basic lands, but snow-covered lands. Right. So I might see a snow-covered forest. I might see a forest. Those I like are how you call names. it the Field of the Dead combo, which is just Field of the Dead. It's and just it's, it's That's the field combo. Of the dead. You just play Field of the Dead. It's and just good. <laughs> Field of the Dead. You do have to get Field of the Dead out. Now, I play like crop rotation in the deck. I play... I think there's some other cards that search lands, specifically lands. Um, one card I'm super excited to see in play that I never have gotten to play is the Song of Creation is in the deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play an additional land on each of your turns, which is kind of why I put this in the deck. Because you'll find that with Paco, you'll end up exiling like five, six lands over the course of two, three right. turns of attacking. It's really nice when you can be like, wham, wham, like grabbing lands from everyone and playing them. Because um, you'll, you'll have a, a nice stock of land. Um, oh yeah, I, I play cards like Paradox Zone. That makes a creature every turn, but as an enchantment. Um, generally, right. when I've casted it, it dies immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't gotten to see. Um, and I will say this is a more powerful deck than most of my other decks. I'll. This is like the one deck I put a Cyclonic Rift into. I put you know just to try and keep up. Um, right. And if it's a high powered table. Um, I'll try. I'll, I might bring him out to just just try and keep up because <laughs> I, I don't have many really powerful decks, and and yeah. he's one of my only. He's like okay, I could see it. Yeah, our uh, our play group is stays like solidly at like high middle. Yeah, we're pretty. Level. We're fairly casual. Um, we definitely don't play any force of wills in our group or no jeweled lotuses. We actually banned that card from our play group. Yeah, just because it's like 
we're already sick of turn one soul ring. So we're already sick like... of soul ring, and I, I still want to ban soul ring or turn. I'd say like turn one and two soul rings. I think like three is the first time you can cast it. But uh, all right, so I guess I have two. Uh, I'll do my. I only have two two color decks. I, I to break really? down my decks. I have two five color, two four color. I have like like six or something three color. Like most of them are three color. Three color. Hmm. Two two color. Two mono color. Wow, everything sits around three. I mean, I'm yeah. mostly at the two color. Actually, I'm mostly at the mono color. Right. Mostly five of them are in single color. <laughs> uh, so we'll go with you know we'll we'll bring the mood down a little bit with your the deck that you hate the most. That I Ooh, do I hate it? Seralf, the realm eater. I absolutely hate that deck. All right, Eric yeah. is one hundred percent. I do hate that deck the most. Yeah, yeah. And it's, how many decks are does Seralf have to the name? Like five hundred seventy-nine. I hate 579 people. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not even head. joking. Like that, I I hate. Let's go over him. Yeah, I, it's because it's it's Sarulf's fault. I mean, I don't yeah, think it, you could play Sarulf and it be fun. I just think Sarulf is the problem. Yeah the the way it um the way it works is that you are the only one that has any fun at the table <laughs> and everyone else is your enemy and deserves to be destroyed uh, that's like, how you need to the put yourself in that play against the sarolf deck is if they play the sarolf deck and then never play sarolf and then i'm fine then you're fine then you're fine yeah, <laughs> yeah play, play the, whatever the, the deck's deck. trying to do except don't put sarolf the in deck's pretty is pretty bad if you don't <laughs> it is but honestly like the whole point of the deck is having um is you that, having Sarolf and no one else has anything. Right. Well, that, that's the end result. Yeah. But like, <laughs> there's bunches of cards that are like, hey, um, like, Undying Malice, uh, you, when this creature dies, like, return to the battlefield with a 1-1 one, one counter on it. Or this creature gains Hexproof, get 1-1 one, one counter on it. This creature gets Indestructible. And you play all those cards. And you also, like, you just build up Seralf a little bit by, like, having creatures get fought, like, fighting creatures. You have, a, you have like, instant speed, like, single target removal. Um, and then you get, like, oh, the stuff like Playcrafter is insane. Really good, yeah. Um, and I mean, it even says on the card, too, like, a permanent. So, like, when people sack their lands to fetches, and, like, it just gets it in, like, weird ways that... They try, like, clearly right. trying to push cards like they're doing now. You know what I mean? Like, this, yeah. that's so power creep in motion. This back, definitely Back is. five years ago, they would have never put, whenever a permanent an opponent controls, yeah. does anything. They would have never put that statement on a card. Right, yeah. This would have been, like, whenever this creature kills another creature, essentially. Sure. yeah. That's yeah, how or, it affects, and then... The or or part, would have said, whenever a creature goes to the graveyard, right? Right, it's like, yeah. You know, just, and... The, the the part that I think like really just pushes it over the edge is um the fact that it doesn't exile all non land creatures, like it's all non land permanence. Permanence. And unbelievable. What, what really, really gets is it's almost like land destruction. Everybody plays permanent ramp. Like Right. I can remember playing this against like my mono red deck that I was talking about, and I had like my only way that I was in the game is I had like two or three rocks. And it got rid of them. And then I was like, well, I have two mana. Right. I I, lo I I can see. This is like turn five 
<laughs> like and I, you see the all my mana's gone because man once just it, this card never you 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 don't uh see commanders that really fit the name and the effect it's like this is a predator deck where it gets on top of you and yeah. you're you're just dead yep. like because so it, it how it wins is obviously Sorolf kills you. <laughs> yeah, how it wins Sorolf is, but like it's just it feels like a like this most crushing like like discard deck or control deck where you're just like I can't do anything. Like I what's can't. So, what's I so can't play my creature because he's just going to exile it. Yeah, yeah. The exiling just, is really brutal as compared to just like destroying your permanence and like. This would and feel hopefully be able to bring them back. But. Yeah, because at least now, like if it's a destroy, at least if you're like a graveyard center deck, you're just like, well, I don't really care. Yeah, like all right, I can catch up in the late game anyway. I'll you know reanimate that, but this exiles everything and exiles all your mana rocks. A lot of decks mana rocks are their only way to, rant, <laughs> to yeah. do anything. Um, so yeah, so basically, I don't really play this deck with our play group at all, but this is the deck I'll bring out if like someone else that I'm playing with, I'm just pissed, pissed off. off at them. <laughs> just be like, all right, you, you're not going to You want to feel misery? You want to feel it? Here it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's in, uh, it's inevitable. It's like freaking Thanos, dude. I mean, it's like... <laughs> yeah, going to destroy everything. So Rolf is just like, yeah, you're not playing you magic three, today. Yeah. You are. You're going to... All your shit's going to get exiled. Fuck you. And it's always like... Well, it, it it you feel the most powerful because it's like you get to decide like hmm will I destroy yeah, everyone's hmm. dreams not this time <laughs> attack you for ten <laughs> like, yeah because the Rolf's still enormous it's just right. huge like, you don't have to exile everything when you're attacking with a freaking ten ten and yeah, people are like please don't enough. exile everything I'll help you out and you're just like yes I, I, I think will allow this I will announce this too like you said like he only has what five hundred X. Yeah, that has to be on account of like people know that this is miserable, right? Like, this is a rule zero guy where they're like, no one wants to play against him. Like, I'm sure other yeah. play groups said the same thing where they were like, no, you're not playing. I bet. Rolf. Yeah, I bet. Um, I I would like to see like the t- oh, like the um adoption over time because like when uh, it came out, everyone's like, ha, this is like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah, like weird, wanky strategy. And then they realized the effect that it actually has on the board. Everyone's like, ah, uh, this is kind of, this right, is kind as of soon fun. As, like, the first time you un- undo everything and just watch how there's no permanence in play, you go, oh, I get it, man. And then you have, <laughs> then you have like a ghost quarter out. So you can be like, oh, I can just destroy one of your lands, get another, get another counter on it and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Anyway, we spent too much time on Sorolf. Yeah, let's go to a more fun deck. Uh, my uh, one of my favorite. Is it more decks. fun? I don't know what's yours. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared now. <laughs> <laughs> Please, is the wolf gone? Uh, he is the big bad wolf. Um, Aetheros, God of the Passage. Oh, that um, is a fun deck. I actually like Aetheros. Yeah. So this is the the uh, deck that was kind of made famous by. Commands, yeah. Which I, you, to be fair, I, you did this before. I him. did this before. Brett knows. No one else will believe. I do. Me. I do. I, I absolutely vouch for Eric. He had the Shadowborn deck before Command Zone did, guaranteed. Yes. Um. But I was like, hmm, it, this cool strategy. How can I make it worse? <laughs> <laughs> How many decks to Aetheros, by the way? Oh. uh... Oh, this is this is not as many as I thought. I uh, know. 18, I haven't seen 90. them in the wild. Eighteen ninety. Okay, not the worst. 
No, but this was like up there in the beginning. Um, right. I, well, all the indestructible gods were, right? Yeah, yeah. All of them. Joke. Literally, like, the, oh, dude, I remember after Theros coming out, you did not not see an indestructible god in the freaking command zone. Oh, my God. I remember starting to play. That, that is what made me start to play the, like, exile enchantment cards. like Or yeah. or uh, the one that shuffles an enchantment into their deck. I still play it today because it's a good card. But it was, like, one of the only ways to get rid of people's indestructible gods. Oh, my gods. gosh. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, but, yeah, I I don't really play a whole lot of demons in this deck. <laughs> <laughs> I really leaned into the 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 loop of one of my creatures die. Okay, yeah. do you want to pay three? And so basically, I have I and I also only have like 15. maybe you should upgrade to the the newer Atheros, the four, six mana one. Uh, that card is really good. Um, but I, the whole strategy of this deck is I have like like twelve board wipes in this deck. And oh, because you're point. just trying to like get stuff out there and wipe and be like, wow, ah, well, yeah. 17 triggers. What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Yeah. And then, I got it. and then I have like a lot of mass reanimation too. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of the thing. I just really like the idea of like cycling through all these Shadowborns in the graveyard and bringing them back. So I really only play like Runescar Demon. And there's a couple other demons that I'll like throw in there every once you in a while. You still play a lot of the Shadowborns? Yeah, I play like 15 Shadowborns. Okay. Shadowborns are ex- really expensive. They're like yes. multiple dollars. It's <laughs> like four bucks or something. Yeah. yeah, and I just had a bunch of them, and I I bought them when they were like a dollar, and I was like, this is expensive. And then I was like, maybe I should put like five more in there, and then no, there's no it chance. already doubled in price, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do exactly. It. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- this deck is just bunches of fun. Uh, there's like random stuff. I like the card like um, the one that makes bat tokens. There's an artifact like whenever a creature card leaves your graveyard you you make a bat. Um, uh, I, forget, I forget what it's called. But yeah, there's just a bunch of like weird cards like that. There's a card that's like okay, when a creature with power like one or less dies, you reanimate it. That gets in there. Uh, but yeah, it's just like a lot of fun and it actually just becomes straight up good once people get down to like 10 life and you're just like, yeah, oh crap. I just have like, they start not paying the three life. Yeah. You just can't play three life and it's like, okay, I'm going to sack my creature like 15 times because I have that much mana like and to get to gain like a two, two zombie and a one, one spirit with flying. And it's like, well, all right, I can't. I can't beat that. Everyone else at the table staring at them like you're making us lose the game. Nice. Cool. Cool. Um, all right. Mine is a two color deck. And this one also probably uh, super similar to anything they say on EDH rec, but I have a lot of fun with it anyway. Uh, that's because it is a pre-con commander as well. It is Renar, the Ever Watchful. Ooh. This is the Fortel commander, spirit warrior, two, three flying vigilance for four. And kind of like Gavi, uh, instead of cycling, you can foretell for free uh, each turn. But unfortunately, where cycling, you could do it every turn. Uh, Foretell, you can only do it on your turn. It's sorcery Mm. speed. So definitely not nearly as powerful, unfortunately. Uh, This deck's great, though. It's so much fun. I love the foretell cards. I hope they print more foretell cards. Um, One thing we haven't been doing so much of is like the... 
uh, what are we looking for when they print it, <laughs> you know, oh, and, yeah. and shove it in this deck. Th this deck has a clear one in, in mind, right? It's like literal foretell. I need more foretell cards. I mean, <laughs> right. I play all, I play all of them. I mean, literal all of them from call time. I put them all in here. Some of them are really bad, but <laughs> they're in here. <laughs> they're in here. Um, though I have like, some of them are like legit actual win cons that look like really terrible bad cards but there's like a foretell card that gives everyone plus two plus one or something which is in general a really terrible card but it's kind of my only way to win uh, <laughs> because i uh don't have much damage and the only way to win is like i have i do have a bunch of spirits uh yeah so making them three three twos is a little bit better than trying to attack for like three damage a turn. Um, my favorite card in the deck has to be Parallax Wave. Yeah, that card's uh, great. It is so freaking cool, so freaking fun. I don't even know if it shows up on its page, uh, so it might be one of the unique things that I turned out doing with this, but uh, it is definitely a win con for me because I can get rid of so much crap. I have a lot of uh, ways to bounce my own permanence or uh, flicker my own permanence, mm -hmm. which it has to be permanence because this is an enchantment. And what's really nice is it'll reset all of its counters, which then you can just remove more fade counters and exile more crap. It's so good in the deck, both parallax wave and parallax tide. I think the blue one, I have both in the deck. Uh, they're both incredible. They're the most fun things about the deck. Uh, and I'll definitely never take them out. It's just yeah. something I added to the deck. And then um, definitely a shout out also to the uh, Azores Gateway. It's super clunky. I've gotten to flip it only because people were nice to me and allowed me to flip it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Otherwise, yeah, don't let people flip it. Uh, you know, it'll sit there for four turns doing not much. But once they flip it, it's like add 50 mana. Like I literally just had infinite mana. Infinite mana. Point. And yeah, I that card. That card is like one of the. It's like the perfect encapsulation of the idea of like best case scenario syndrome, where like, yeah, oh my god, like it's just won't so, happen, and then I'll pay but... this X spell and I'll just win the game. And it's like, yeah, but like you're gonna have two cards and you're just gonna keep exiling lands from your hand, like, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then you're never gonna. Play. Yeah, because I, you know what, I always try to keep exile, but yeah, right, someone's yeah. gonna destroy it. Like I've just never seen anyone not terrified of it and i and get it but artifacts also suffer from like splash damage where some it's like like how board wipes are good a lot of the cards that destroy artifacts enchantment just destroy all artifacts enchantment so since it stays out for so long it it'll yeah. sometimes just get eaten by like you know destroy all artifacts now one other thing I'm excited about, I'm just looking at EDH rec now. It's only in six percent of decks. Uh this Renard, by the way, had what, nineteen hundred decks. Good amount. It's a pre-con. Pre-cons like sit at like a minimum thousand, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so he's got a good amount. Um here's another like slight win con that I should add to the deck. The Strixhaven Stadium, if you remember that one, it gets Ooh. point counters on it, and then yeah. for each creature that deals damage. Uh, to a player, you get another point counter, and if you have ten and a creature deals damage, it can kill someone. Um, well, yeah, kill someone. It says they lose the game. Right. That might be really good for the deck because I'll tell you what I do. I can't do a lot of damage. I just can't. I never can. 
um, that might be a great way to be like, okay, it doesn't matter. I can't do that much damage. Ten hits and I'm there. Yeah, like yeah. You, because you can make a lot of flyers. But I can make. Yeah, it's I hard do to justify good spirit tapping out all your creatures to go on attack and be like, okay, I did ten damage, and they're like, okay, I. Now I'm going to attack you with all this stuff. And it's like, ah, I wish I had all those blockers back. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Ah, Ah. I guess the three damage wasn't too good enough. (laughs) Uh, So how how many decks do you have left to go over? I got two plus the uh, fat pack. I have uh, seven, I think, left. Yeah, so keep going. Two two by two. Six left. So I'm going to go over my two Esper decks because I have two of them. Um, one of them is this also is like kind of a generic deck. It's uh, Aminato or Aminatu. Aminatu. The, the Fate yeah. Shifter. How much she got to her name? Uh, 3,042. Wow. Big. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's a surprising amount. I mean, yeah, I mean, she's super unique, but uh, yeah. Yeah, this, like, she... It's mostly for her negative one, which is just blink something. So, like, mm. if you want to play an Esper, enter the battlefield, or blink deck, like, there's a pretty good commander. Automatic there, yeah. Um, and I really like playing around with the top of the library stuff. So, I have the other, the Sphinx, that, like, oh, whenever you attack with this, with the, uh, the Sphinx, then you look at the top card of your library if it's an odd uh cmc or mana value now she's uh, also you, got great art great art oh semikinner no oh my yeah, god yeah. of course <laughs> fucking i hate that every time god, i hate that i love semikinner it's just like of course it's good when it's semikinner like, yeah it's like you wish there were a bunch of artists that were like oh my god it's so good. i mean i just are, see it but, i'm like oh that's such that's good art oh yeah semikinner. i have a i have a bunch of kind of funny cards in there that i uh i like there was one it's like Liliana's contract or demonic contract shoot it's the it's the black enchantment it costs four oh yes yeah and you choose one of four things and you can only choose them once but the last one is you lose the game but right uh it's not called demonic pact is it no i don't know uh yes, it is demonic pack. You're absolutely. Oh, right. there you go. Okay, <laughs> I was like, yeah. is that called demonic pack? I thought for in my head, I think I, I was thinking because there's Grim another pack. like X spell that's called like something packed that yeah yeah demonic packed pack. and demonic are just like that's just black right like the, it just sounded card. too easy yeah I'm like yeah of course it I was is like, I think that's a tutor somewhere <laughs> um, but no it's because uh, Minato allows you to flicker a permanent so you can always just. Flip it back and forth. And my favorite thing in the world is to uh, get to the last thing and then use Aminatu or Aminatu's last ability to shift it to mm. somebody else. Because that doesn't flicker. They just gain control of it. So then they have to choose the last Yeah, that mode. is a crappy way to lose, sir. Yes. I've done that, actually, which is pretty fun. You have. Um, yeah, I, it's, it is one of those ways, though, that is sort of like uh, uh, what we stated in the beginning with... Um, Kalia, which also we didn't. How many Kalia decks are there? It's probably oh, there's got to be a lot. But yeah, this but one doesn't have the option of being like on turn three. <laughs> that one's just like right, right. That right. one takes that one takes turns. It's been fifteen turns, and <laughs> right, and I'm gonna make you lose that one. Kalia's got forty eight hundred. That's a ton. That's a lot. Yeah, she's ranked fourteen. Yeah, so she's like just outside the top ten. Yeah, and, but. 
the main thing about this deck is like I wanted to build this deck so it has all the answers. So there's lots of like there's not a lot of counter spells, but there's a lot more than what I usually would play. Yeah, uh, there's that a lot one is of, a permission deck for sure. Yeah, and not it, only and not only from the hand. That's a permission deck on the battlefield as well. Yes, Amanasu's yeah. just like, oh, you're not allowed to have that, sir, and you just like, switch things. Or yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That yeah. Is, that's a permission deck not only from your hand but from the battlefield, which makes yeah. it extra annoying. And yeah, it's super annoying. It doesn't. And it, the most annoying thing to me is it doesn't have like a clean way to win other than taking yeah. other people's stuff. So that's kind of one reason I don't really play it a whole lot. But yeah, I, that that deck we're going into the like turn twenty. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I, but I do recommend everybody to have a deck kind of like this because man, sometimes you'll wander into a play group and everyone else is playing like permission style decks or on the opposite end like this like hyper-focused Voltron deck and you're just like, mm. I just never have any single target removal answers. So I always just lose. So it's just kind of nice to have something like that where it just, yeah, kind of I, I, I would it. say if I wanted things to go longer, I would play Renar or, uh, or Gadwick, mm-hmm. both of which are, you know, the blue Gadwick kind of falls into that where it's like, all right, Hey, I'm yeah, not going to slow things down. It could yeah. be like, okay, that 2020 we're tapping him the hell down. I don't care right. if you're going to attack me or not. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. We're not, we're not. So it's kind of a dab. Um, the second is also a precon, Sephiroth, the Hidden Ways. It's mm. the, it is my, um, the L that I took where I was like, this is, this is kind of dumb. And then I love it. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a cool deck. I told you it was. It is pretty cool. Yeah. You're absolutely right about that. Um, I, there's kind of two ways to build this one. And I built this one kind of similar to the cycling deck where it's just like, I just always want to, Use that the whenever one or more creatures put in the graveyard, like either with like surveilling or um, or like evoke or discarding my hand, like tortured existence, popper all star, tortured existence. <laughs> uh, you know, choose and discard a creature card from your hand, return a creature card from a graveyard your hand for a black mana. It's yeah, just like the best amazing. card in the deck. That card's amazing. Because all you need is creature in your hand, creature in the graveyard, black mana. Boom, have three black want. mana. Yep, have, three have your best creature always. Yeah. That's a really good uh, underrated commander card in general. Oh, yeah. Like more black, any black deck should play, or consider playing it. Yeah, and it, it's it's just kind of a lot of fun. The annoying thing, is, particularly with uh, remote play, um, is it's kind of hard to remember what all the dungeons do. So, so especially <laughs> for the opponents, where it's just like, oh, well, I probably wouldn't have attacked you if I knew you could have created that one-one goblin to block. Yeah, it. it's hard. I mean, it's harder, of course, with online play, right? We can't yeah. all see exactly where you're at at exactly what time, and you know, you could be as yeah. clear as you want, and it's still going to be confusing. <laughs> yeah. So, like one point of etiquette that I try to do, I sometimes forget, is be like, hey, just so you know, I. This is the two things I can, do. I can make yeah. a blocker from the dungeon effect, and so just so everyone knows, like when they're right. doing combat math in their head. But uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's um, dun- you'll find that like you actually do go through the different dungeons based on like either how how like ooh, I'm pretty sure I can these two turn cycles cycle through like eight rooms of the dungeon. So I'm gonna do the the big one, or like oh, I I really need to draw a card, so I'm gonna do this one first. So that one's right. more uh, exciting than I thought. All uh, right. Sephiroth has 1925 decks. 
Separate to nineteen twenty-five. Yep. Yeah, so that seems like the 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 standard because we have a lot of decks around that around era that, of yeah. like just under two thousand. Mm-hmm. Aetherus was there, Renar was there, Sephiroth is there, Yurlock um, is a little under that. Oh, and Karametra is there. So yeah, that's right. like the standard amount of decks. Um, I'm surprised this guy has even less, but I guess I'll go to my one of my two color decks, also pretty brand new to me, Belladros Witherbloom. The Fun. Elder Dragon, Elder Dargon out of uh, Strixhaven. You know, it's funny when Strixhaven came out and I'm looking at everything, I'm like, ah, I'm not going to build any of this. And then, like, I kept looking at Belladros and I was like, I'm going <laughs> to. You're like, all right, fine, you got me. But I'm not going to be upset. Right, so I, and, I, and I wasn't originally looking at Belladros Witherbloom. I was originally looking at the pre-con deck, which had, um, what's her face? The The... Yeah. yeah okay. That, that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Her Enter, name was like card withers, here. withers or something. She like taps one mana and like puts X plus one plus one counters where X is the amount of life you lost or gained this turn, whichever is great. Super cool. And I was building a ton of decks off of her. And like at a certain point, I put Belladros in the deck. And then I think I was play testing it. And at one time, I like put Belladros in play. And I was like, oh my God, I want to do this. This guy's yeah. awesome. That'll happen. Where you're just like, wait a second, this is way yeah. cooler. I was like, this is just so much more fun. This guy's so cool. The stuff that he can do is just unbelievable. I've had a lot of fun with him. Now, he's tougher than you'd imagine. Yes, he's super powerful. But seven mana is still a cost and commander, people. That is hard. That's to a get. lot. Yeah, you'll need to dedicate a lot of spots of your deck for ramp. Right. Naturally, wanna. this deck is like. 90% ramp. And that hurts your deck, to be honest, because you know, you know, everything I can do is ramp. So even after I play him, it's like, and now I can untap all my lands to play cards that get me lands. Yeah. <laughs> and and that is like a big thing at deck building where man, I just yeah, I, I just kind of disagree a lot of like contemporary oh. thing where like a lot of best practices seem to be like just choke your deck with ramp and card draw and you'll be fine. It's like, yeah, but when you only can draw one card and you need something, right, right, it's right. like you already have like 38 lands. So, and then you have like 15 ramp spells in your deck. Maybe not 15, but like you have 10 right. ramp spells. It's just like, oh, that's a lot. You you do the math in your head like, well, I'm like 66% or higher, like 75% to draw like a land or ramp spell here. I'm right. in trouble. So, so the lessons I've kind of learned from playing Belladros a lot now is actually to stick to super, super low end. You know, it's, soul rings are always really good and whatnot, and, and, and the rampant growth levels, kind of like any two mana ones are, are good. And then the higher end ramp is great. You know, any of the six mana, like, Boundless gain a bunch of life. Well, more like the, the Nissa's Renewal, which is like, okay. get a bunch of land, gain a bunch of life. Because interestingly enough, Lands are the most important, and life is the most important. I mean, Belladros gives you infinite mana if you have enough lands in play, but you need the life to spend. Yeah, how do you how do you feel that ten life to activate? Do you think it's like too much it's, or too little? No, it's perfect. It's perfect, perfect because it, it it is so punishing, but not it, like I can do it. It needs I, to be. I, yeah, it, it needs to be. And that's what I mean. Like it, it is super punishing, but it's so powerful. Like I. 
and that's why I'm including more and more cards that gain me life. Right. Because I want to be able to use that powerful ability. Yeah, because I, I was going to say, like, it feels, on from the person playing against it, it felt right on. Because, like, every it time it is. I could tell you were thinking about it, I was going to be like, ooh, you know, I don't know what's worse. Yeah, I like that. Because, <laughs> because it's like, I don't want him to untap and then play this monster. Or, like, play, like, ooh, all these, like, enchantments that, like, double my lands or double, double the mana man of my lands tap to produce. Um, but also, it's, like, he's at, like, 21 life. So... <laughs> right, I do not, that, and I go down to 11. And you go down to 11, and I'm, like, ooh, that's pretty... If I draw the right card, I might be able to kill him if he just tap. And, like, that's kind Absolutely. of exactly where... Uh, so, it is. It's perfect. I mean, they put him in a perfect spot. I think it's super... I bought him in the in the nice alternative art, too, ooh, which I'm obsessed nice. with. Uh, yeah, the full borderless. He looks like it... He is like an undead dragon in that picture. Yeah, I, I love this deck. It he's, is incredibly fun. He's on, and during our review, I'm pretty sure that's kind of one of the things we're like, we'll see, like we'll see how this ten life thing works out. Yeah, because yeah, we're we'll just see, like, we'll see where it goes. Doubling your mana essentially on your commander is pretty powerful, but yep. who knows? Like, and and this is a deck I will say is definitely in flux right now. Like where, where we talk about, you know, what cards are you looking to add? Uh, I'm definitely interested to add more life gain to this deck. Uh, if it's any life gain that does something, you know what I mean? Like, right. like clearly a card that just says you gain five life, pro- like not commander great. Yeah. Not, not, not going to get you there. Uh, it needs to, you know, at least say gain five life, do this thing. Um, so I am interested in playing more things that gain a lot of life. Um, I was saying uh, this is the one deck where I was mentioning the dark horses over the course of our um, reviews where the healing technique in this deck, because it allows me to not only get two things from my graveyard, but gain me all that life. It has been such a monster in this deck. Cause that generally right. means I can also untap all my lands and then cast like it is unbelievably powerful in this deck. All right. So I, I think I'm going to go over my two, four colored decks and Brett, if you were looking for two four-color commanders that perfectly exemplified your point about, like, oh, everyone plays this, here it's we go. Two. Yeah, it's definitely uh, these two. Well, because they're both pre-cons. They're, well, yeah, they, all the, there's, there is, I don't think there is a four-color commander that isn't a pre-con. Uh, um, yeah, I think you're right. Um, but, so, this one's you know, Besides when we talk about partners, right? I feel like right. it's the only four-color, yeah. Um, so, this is Brea, Ethereum Shaper. If you play Commander once, you know what this card does. <laughs> and Which it does? one? Brea. Ethereum Brea, Shaper, yeah, yeah, one. Brea. It is oh, you mean co- win games? Or? Yeah, it just wins the game. <laughs> just win games. How this, many decks does she have? She's got to have a ton, right? Uh, 4,337. Yeah, okay. So she's in the top, top 20. Tw- yeah, she's yeah. ranked 21 or something. Um, this was like ranked number one for a while. Yeah, I, I have right. two versions of this deck. Um, one which is its current form is much more based on like co- or combat. Um, like, Oh, okay. When you attack, you scry or you do stuff or like you have to attack with creatures to do things. And I think that's a much more fun way to play it. Um, because it allows your opponents to interact with you. Um, the other much, much more powerful way version of, of my deck is like the, the artifact combo version, which like I have one on turn three before, um, and yeah, Brea is insane. 
there's really there's really nothing to wish for because it already exists <laughs> and it's super consistent. Um, but yeah, it does everything you want. Creates blockers. You can kill creatures, kill your opponent, save yourself. Yeah, if what I had to go want? back and like say what I'm looking for for other decks, like Gadwick the Wizened, I know I want a Demi Lich for the deck real bad. It, it, you know, the card that was printed. Mo- and we talked about this, I think, mm-hmm. in its review. It has four devotion. Yeah. Which I'm like super excited about and like can reduce and like it allows you to cast cards from your graveyard. So like it's right. just a super useful and good card. It'll work per it's a wizard. There's a lot of cards that care about wizards in that deck right, as well. Right. It's not only fairy tribal, but wizard. So it's like the perfect card. That's a card I really need for that deck. Um, oh, and Brazen Borrower I want for the deck as well. Of course, it's yeah. a fairy. If it's, uh, it's just so expensive. Two pips. Hard to get. Um, uh, yeah, gives you two pips. Uh, what, what other decks? Renar we talked about, Fortel. Belladros, I talked about Life Gain, that's right. Uh, Karametra doesn't really need anything. I don't know. Just more cool yeah. things that maybe do something different off Landfall would be neat. Right. So some of the older decks, we just kind of like, we don't really improve the decks but we're just like yeah. we spice it up a little bit we're like we're gonna take i did just put um esper sentinel in karametra that's a good card which yeah. is just a super solid commander card yeah. uh, that they just printed and it's one mana any one mana creature but that's actually what i would look for over karametra one mana creatures that does something interesting yeah. worthy inclusion in karametra. early game stuff yeah 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 exactly um yeah there's barely not too much to say about brea like you're gonna see her a lot and there's not really much you can do to fight her <laughs> so good <laughs> yeah if your uh, question is what can brea do the answer is everything yes the answer to that question is yes yeah um, the answer exactly right it's like can you do th- yes and, can you and, yes yes yeah and, and talk talking about like higher level or more competitive stuff like i will if i know i'm gonna be playing like uh, there's a play group that i have in the city i used to live that was that was that was kind of competitive. Like I would definitely put all Bray my combo hang. cards in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bray so can hang. All right. Now. Okay. My other one is a uh, Traxa Praetor's voice. And which, I imagine there's more car, uh, Dexta Traxa's name. It's ranked number one so far. No way. Is it really? Yeah. It's uh, uh, 7,700. 7,000? <laughs> yeah. It's like more than twice. Oh, my God. That's yeah, pretty nuts. Now, wait. I can hear everyone's eyes rolling right now when I say it. But we have card. mentioned this deck in our past on the podcast. That's true. We have. Because I don't have any Planeswalkers in the deck. And I don't have any infect, which I'm, which are like make up ninety nine percent of the Atraxa decks. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I do have is obviously the best way to build it, which yes, is the best spore counters and fungus tribal. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was definitely intentional. I was just like, what? I was there's counters are one of those things that wizard just kind of throws on cards to be like oh yeah sure add a charge counter like oh add a like swamp counter to this yeah, thing. there's there are some really really cool counters in magic's history that i'd be interested in digging up yeah you could play attracts is so good on her own she doesn't need it yeah she doesn't need it like i the joke with this deck is that I just do all this nonsense with, with spore counters and creating sacrilinks, sacrifice them to give something minus one, minus one or mana or whatever. And I always end up just winning with the tracks to dance. With the tracks of beats. And it's just like, okay, I'll attack with my four, four. Oh, and the other thing is because, you know, she kind of looks like general Grievous. 
I have all the, I have like six of the swords in that deck. Yeah. So it's always like, oh, I'll just attack with my 8-8 eight, eight Atraxa. And of course, I deal two damage, draw a card, you discard a card. protection from everything. Untap my, my, yeah. What, what keywords does it have? All of them. <laughs> all the keywords. Yeah, flying, vigilance, every touch, light, flank. Yeah, it's, it, th- this one is fun. And it's like, I it's kind of funny because I always have to, if I bring it out in a group, like I'm playing a track, so everyone goes, <sighs> everyone says, I'm like, wait, 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 yeah, wait, I would, wait. I would say the people be more of afraid of his Brea deck. His Atraxa deck is oh, fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll have fun with his Brea deck. Though, if you do nothing against him, he'll end up with, these funguses don't do nothing, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there are situations in which he's like, well, what can you do right now? Uh, Well, I can gain 50 life. I can make 16 one ones. And you're like, wait, what the hell is happening? Yeah, th- this is the deck I have to be on top of my shit all at all yeah. time because yeah. again it's like the courtesy thing like i'll have only like four like one threes but they'll each have like five spore counters on them mm. and be like hey like hey eric i can see what your board does can you just translate <laughs> for me it's like okay yes okay yeah i can make 11 one ones which can convert into giving my creatures like plus four plus four if i sacrifice this many or minus five minus five or i can <laughs> i can destroy i can destroy two artifacts or i can do this and it's just like okay 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 i'm yeah. just not and gonna you, touch you <laughs> you should be able to see it all because it's all on his table it's, but it just doesn't it's, it's so confusing he can do so much shit yeah it's just all nonsense um and I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure i'm like the only one who has this but yeah like there's some new cards like replicating ring yeah you put a knight counter on it and then you just proliferate it up and now you have this like a million uh million artifact things so it's, uh right yeah it's so much fun but yeah it's just weird and then somebody board wipes me and then i'm like all right start off with square one <laughs> <laughs> awesome right. how many more do you have then i have two more Okay, so yeah, we'll get to let's get to my uh, my next one. Um, this is a fun, fun deck. Now it kind of was born out of the idea of the mono black stack, um, and also the precon. This is the Brina the demagogue, except it's not because also I have Shadrick Silverwing the. Uh, other elder dragon from the cycle that's uh, in white black. And mm-hmm. I have Felisa, Fang of Silverquill, who came in the pre-con. All three can be the commander. And right. what I generally use as my template is that if it's 1v1 commander, I'll, I'm will i basically forced into using Felisa. Yeah. Uh, she's the only one that, that does anything <laughs> in that right. scenario, unfortunately. Uh, three player, I'll either do uh, Felisa or I'll do... Um, Shadrick's silver quill um because he gets he has to target two people right uh he, he can't target less than that he can target none but he's minimum two people so one of them's going to be you they're all good effects so it's sort yeah of group yeah. Huggy. So it's, yeah it's kind of group huggy kind of group huggy and then four players uh it's definitely most fun to play brina than the demagogue uh she just does a lot of stuff she allows you to draw a bunch of cards which you desperately need in a white black deck yeah yeah drawing <laughs> yeah. cards is, is very hard to come by um and brina gladly brings it to you um though shadrix also does it so he'd be the other option but that's four players the only time which is like the usual commander game 
I wouldn't play Felisa. Now I've played this deck probably ten times. Nine of them have been played with Felisa because yeah, yeah, we're never in a full pod anymore. It just seems, which is unfortunate. But the deck has worked great. It's a lot of fun. There's some super unique cards in here. I couldn't even go over the EDH rec data because like it's such a you know I'm basing it off of three commanders, not off of. Now they all work together. They all work based off counters. So. Right. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of overlap, but yeah, yeah there's a couple cards in there. Like, like oh, I'm this, literally just looking be... for cards that put counters on it. And when we mention cards, you're looking out for this would be no different. It would be cards that care white black cards that care about counters being on them um, specifically, which is different than say anything else, right? Because like yeah. I specifically right. I want them to care that they have counters on them. Um, I guess maybe the next time we see Tarkir, that might be a thing because Ooh, Tarkir yeah. had a lot of those outlast abilities, which then had cards that said like, when there's counters on them, they do that. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. They had yeah. some of that synergy. So I wish, and I know was, they're I mean, planning on that, not this year, but right. But they got to go back. It was, it was, it was yeah, pretty, I think the, but, the plane was pretty cool. I will say, I mean, this, uh, this is mostly b- born out of that, um, just, just that precon, and it's got so, such fun cards. And yeah, I, I really like it that. Deck. Kind of amounted sweet. to a white black good stuff deck, but it's so fun. I mean, the cards are just so unique in white black, like that you just don't see often. Um, some of the heavy hitters that you don't see anywhere else is like um, the Orzhov Advocist has always been so strong. Mm-hmm. And when you play him, it, you know, he should go in more decks, but I get that he's not. But in any deck that cares about counters, that also happens to be white, which isn't many decks yeah. you should go into. That's kind of you know? why I like three-color decks so much, I think, is because, like, sure, there are some cards that are just, like, staple staples. But there's, like, you know, in, in let's say, Teamer. Like, sure, the best version of this might be the green, like the green card the mono green card but there might be a cool like green red card that does something like a little different and that fits a little bit better um and then you just have so many more combinations of like the cards in the 99 uh that fits so well we're just like okay sure the like the effect or some of the cards are stable but you just have a whole lot of whole much more room to uh to kind of be creative and stuff yeah I'm also obsessed with, uh, once again, the techniques comes up here. The black technique is in this deck, and it's unbelievably strong. It mills five and return a creature from the graveyard to the battlefield. When you get to do that twice, it's, it's like, it's insane. Yeah. You can target, like, an opponent who sometimes doesn't end up getting a creature. Yeah, yeah. It, I've it, had that happen where yeah. I got two and my opponent got none, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that yeah. was unbelievable. Yeah, some car, some decks like your your Paco and Holden deck, they're just like, eh, yeah, they don't, they don't really go. play a that lot of That deck would get zero. There you go. Yeah. Perfect example. Perfect example. Yeah, that deck would get, like, guaranteed zero. Yeah. It would it would get none. It's like, thanks for making me mill five. <laughs> yep, mill five, do nothing, and I'll get two of my creatures back. Thank you. Also, the promise of loyalty, I'm obsessed with. Such a good card yeah, out of the really precon. Board wipes, and then it, but except for one creature for each person, so that it can't complain. But those creatures can't attack you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. I love That's it. That's pretty sweet. I love that card. All right. So my next two. Uh, it's my, the next one is, uh, 
another favorite of Brad's. Uh oh, not really. It's a Zyrus, the Withering Storm. Oh yeah, well that's just because it's so good. Yeah, it's easily my best deck. Yeah, uh, it has twenty eight eighty. Especially decks. the more people there are, like all of a sudden it's. Yep. Yeah, I. I'll go with Brina for mine. Brina has sixteen hundred. That 1600. sounds right. Sounds right. Yeah, Zyrus is is the epitome of like we mentioned it once, but it's the idea of like maybe wheels are just better than tutors. Uh, yeah, yeah, and just because the and how many card, desires have? Sorry, twenty eight, eighty eight. Okay, yeah, yeah, pretty good amount. Yeah, yeah. This this deck, I kind of stumbled in at first glance of it being powerful because I was like, ah, who knows? Like, how good it's going to be? Like, I'm going to wheel. Everyone else is going to wheel. And then the first time we played with it, we were just like, oh. Oh, yeah. this oh, is a problem. Damn. Um, yeah. Whoops. And then I just kind of like leaned into it a little bit. I was like, okay, this is going to be like my good deck that I'll uh, that we can play. Um. Yeah. Not much to say. There's there's a lot of really good cards that are involved. Um. A lot of them wheel. So kind of like what you were saying with your Gadwood deck. Like, there's not a whole lot of win conditions, but like. I draw through, like, <laughs> but it doesn't deck. need them. <laughs> well, yeah, well, the yeah, Zyrus the is the win con. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Zyra. I mean, snakes are the win con, right? But like, yeah, you end he's... up with fifty easily. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to lose when you have fifty-one ones, and then you'll always draw into your like. There's an enchantment that's like, oh, when a creature attacks, it gets plus one plus zero oh for each other attacking creature that shares a creature type. It's like, okay, <laughs> all my snakes now get plus 50 plus 50 uh so i think i win (laughs) and uh my my next card my next deck is my newest one it's uh kazuma god of the voyage which is a slash uh the omen keel because it's a flip card yes i'm loving this deck it's so much fun it's not really like good but it's not bad either like the omen keel uh, it's like a vehicle tribal thing. So whenever a vehicle deals damage, you get to play lands off the top of their deck, essentially. Right. Um, which, like, once you exile, like, four or five, you feel pretty good. It's like, okay, I'm not really going to miss a land drop. Um, and I've I've really leaned into the, uh, uh, the, like, sea or ocean theme. So my other <laughs> sub-theme, which is the main thing, is, uh, like, the... The uh, Krakens. Krakens, Octopus, Leviathan, Serpents thing. And there's actually a bunch of cards that reference that, like Whelming Wave. It's like, okay, re- bounce all creatures except for these, like Octopus, <laughs> the Krakens, crazy. Leviathans, and Serpents. Uh, and turns out sometimes just playing large creatures is good enough to win. Yeah, and, and Commander is one of the only places left, uh, Casual Commander is one of the only places left where that is a actual thing you're right. you can do and and feel comfortable doing it is once you're playing eight eights and no one else is eight eights you're the you feel pretty guy. good you're just like I'm yeah it's like I'm, I'm doing all right <laughs> yeah and like all my vehicles are boats so i've left i, I've left I have been i have been pleasantly surprised with how good the omen keel has been yeah Le- less cosima though i know like she's just so late game that like we haven't necessarily gotten the chances here or shine but omen yeah. kill has been surprisingly good yeah it's just it if you can get it crewed up on turn 
three when yeah. you attack with it. It's just like, oh, that's a that's yeah, it's pretty decent. Also, I just the f- I think there's still a thing to be said for vehicles where board wipes happen generally at sorcery speed, and right. you having a vehicle that isn't destroyed as your commander uh, is pretty sweet. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, I definitely would be interested in seeing someone who built all in on omen keel side you know what i mean yeah that's definitely that's definitely yeah it'd be it'd be interesting to see how that works out because since it is mono blue like you're lacking a lot of the vehicle other cards but like that would be super cool to to see does the omen keel side allow you to play the lands off of it uh so once uh, the vehicle exiles a land it doesn't matter if the omen keels on the battlefield right uh so yeah that's what i'm saying though the omen kill allows you to play those lands though right yeah yeah it's just yeah. like yeah man that's that's a good card that's, that's a nice. good card yeah. that's a se- seriously good card I, I would definitely be interested in someone who's focused on only omen kill yeah see what they, they come up with um yeah we yeah we haven't really like the played... only i think it's the only way to play a vehicle you know what i mean in the command zone i think it's the only way yeah yeah it is yeah so definitely. exactly so that that that's kind of cool it is she has sweet. that unique aspect um but yeah uh, it, how many did kosama have what was her deck uh, number? 334 yeah pretty low not too many yeah it's not like good uh, <laughs> right um, yeah but, no. uh yeah i think it'll be much more interesting to play it in multiplayer because i've really only played like it once in gotcha. in multiplayer but yeah that's fair too I, I think decks yeah they always commander decks struggle when they're in three player pods uh, and that's mostly what we end up playing unfortunately for us yeah, so we would adults. totally like to play in four player pods every time but <laughs> <laughs> but alas, alas. <laughs> doesn't happen all the time all right, all right finally we left the best for last no um <laughs> it's just I hyped this up a lot, and I'm excited to talk about it for the first time kind of uh, on the podcast. This is my mono black stack. I had this idea for a while when I've kind of always had a mono black uh, deck. And then at a certain point, I had two mono black decks. And then at a certain point, I had three mono black decks. And it became one of those things where it got really annoying, where I would be like, well, I want to play that Cryptcast, but... always (laughs) always <laughs> i want to throw him in right. all of my decks um and i don't want to own three crypt gas and i want to build another mono black deck so i made up this mono black stack where i even have a post-it note uh written out exactly uh the staples which is the cards that go in every single deck there is a list of 15 cards that i play no matter what mono black deck it is um and they're not stuff that you're like well of course he's doing that it's like things like i mean soul ring is duh that's an literal every commander deck so yes there's a soul ring that i have to move into all of the decks um charcoal diamond i mean it's just a two mana rock that taps for black star compass is the exact same card um (laughs) arcane signet taps for black um yeah like a, bu- a bunch of those types of cards and yeah and you also did that with the lands too right you just have like okay there's each deck so the lands. lands are fun i have 36 lands that go in every single deck no matter what i also play two unique lands in every single deck mm-hmm. so they are different according to some of the decks 
So I'll go through that when I go over each deck individually. And then that leaves, of course, that's now I'm playing 38 lands, a commander, 15 staples. Each deck has 46 unique cards that it plays that are different than every right. other mono black deck in the world, which is still exactly half the deck, which is a lot. I mean, they're all completely different. Yeah, and that, the way you did it ended up being pretty nice because one of the one of the things that like when we would sit down and play, you're like, I want to play this, but like I'll have to figure out. Have to rebuild it, <laughs> or like yeah, you'd, and, you'd be sitting there with like like a hundred and seventy six cards, and you'd just be like, "Well, I don't know what which ones it yeah. is." Yeah, and you, if you, you remember, I used to like, struggle to like get the right balance, and I used to play games where I remember like when I first made that. Um, God, I don't even play him as a main commander anymore. But the the rogue from Eldraine, the fairy rogue who attacks right away, yeah. mastery uh, master of pranks, right. Um, anytime I played that deck, I had a miserable, miserable time because I either got like land flooded where I drew like 10 lands and I was like, wait, I I'm doing nothing but lands or I couldn't even play right, <laughs> my, yeah. my four mana commander. I was like, dude, I, I am stuck on two lands. What is going on? I was struggling a lot. So I, I'm really glad I did this. I fleshed it out. The numbers have been perfect. All the games I've played with this entire, no matter which commander, um, have been amazing. So let's go over them now. Um, I'll start with the most, uh, mono black. I'm surprised. None of them are over 1500 decks. None of the ones I play. Mm -hmm. They're all pretty unique in that way. Um, I'll start with the most, which also happens to be my newest and is definitely very powerful is Ayara. First of the lock Thwain. She's sitting at 1428. I can see why I I played two games with her. Unbelievable. Yeah. (laughs) She does a lot of what? mono black wants to do like i'm just gonna yeah. play something sacrifice that bring them back have three pips so mono black devotion is kind of a big sub-theme. mono black devotion is a, is a strong uh and and to that point the unique uh lands in this deck are nykthos right shrine of nyx because uh yeah none of my other decks really care too much about uh black devotion this deck does this deck is a mono black devotion deck for sure it's got nykthos and it's got war room which is a um Three I mana think, draw card. Yeah, yeah, three mana draw card because in any mono deck, you only have to pay. You pay one life. Too. You one pay life, life yeah. equal to the yeah, which in mono colored it's one life. So three mana, one life draw card. Great land to have. Um, those are the unique lands for Ayara, and Ayara also doesn't care about the life because I'll tell you what, she gains so much f in life. It's unbelievable. Right. Every creature turns into life. It's just like it's so good. I've always it's really strong. Definitely one of the more, my stronger ones. Moving on to the next most popular. Um, and this deck I have found to be super mean. This is my Sarulf version. This is my Liliana Heretical Healer deck. Yeah, just basically like, okay, everyone sacrifices everything. Yeah, I just deny so many resources. It's such a, like, so her flip side, she flips almost immediately. I yeah. designed the deck so that I have a bunch of one mana creatures that kill themselves. Which means as soon as I play Liliana, I end up sacrificing that creature, flipping Liliana immediately, making a zombie because she does that for you to give you protection. And then all of a sudden I'm discarding cards, which for me, designed in that deck, I have a lot of like madness cards that come out anyway. So it's Mm -hmm. benefiting me and no one else. Or I have a Geth's Grimoire in play and then I'm drawing three cards anyway. Uh, (laughs) It is so much fun to play. Um, I have played it maybe three times, three, four times, I've gotten an emblem in like two of those games. 
which is her like and once you have an emblem in play with her it's like you're unbeatable because everything right. Right, it whenever a creature dies you put it in the battlefield at the end yeah 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 it's so just like just die you're like, right, like hey. you can't beat me now i have right. an emblem that says all my stuff dies and comes back it's unreal it's so much fun actually uh but it is a little mean um that has the unique cards and these are mean too this goes along with it it's miko koro uh the two mana each player draws a card that's not mean i'm letting you draw a card <laughs> See, except for the fact hug. Oh, that wait. i do this in liliana where i i literally do that because liliana's plus ability is everyone all right everyone now everyone discards yeah it's like everyone, so what ends up get happening, everyone empty-handed and then yeah it's just like... i get them empty-handed we all draw i play my thing and then i empty everyone's hand anyway I also have Gaia Reach Sanitarium, which does the exact same thing, except on its it says everyone draws and discards. Right. So instead of Mikokoro, which just gives you the card, this says everyone draws and discards, which just helps the deck further anyways, because it cares about people discarding. Right. Next one down. I haven't played this deck in a very, very, very long time. Uh, this is Hirobi Death's Whale. Um, now, honestly... I built it at a time that was super awkward for it, and it fell out of favor for me because I built it back when like Theros was a thing, and everyone was running around with indestructible commanders. Yeah, and I couldn't kill them. <laughs> so Hirobi says, whenever a creature becomes the target of a spell or ability, it dies. You destroy it. Yeah, that one can almost feel like a combo deck in the sense that's like there there's a couple cards, and it's kind of works similar to sometimes like you'll run into this with like Brea too where you'll like play a card and you're just like oh nothing you do matters <laughs> it's just yeah, like yeah like, especially i think there's a cauldron of souls in that deck for instance yeah it's just like if i ever get that one out it just says like i get to destroy everything anything i want on my turn right yeah. or on anyone's turn <laughs> yeah it's just <laughs> like, like i always get to destroy stuff. you don't get any you don't no one gets creatures except for me <laughs> yeah and it's just like oh shoot and, the same and that's thing with, kind like, of its win con. Um, I built it pretty unique, I would say. Definitely not showing up on the page at all. Uh, mine's all artifact creatures. Artifa it's, it's an artifact deck, actually. It's, so it's black mm. artifacts. Um, a lot of the artifact creatures actually have indestructible, which clearly this deck cares about. Um, you know, I have the cards that give protection from things, too, uh, in black. And then I have all the Nims. If you remember the Nims from back in like Mirrodin block. Yeah. They all get plus one, plus O for each artifact you control. And I control a ton of them. So they can swing for big damages. A lot of them can regenerate themselves or do stuff um, according to how much artifacts you have. Uh, its unique cards are Inventor's Fair, which is an artifact card that gains life right. and, and search an artifact. And, and Tomb of the Spirit Dragon, which is a two tap gain of life for each colorless creature you control. So yeah, it kind, kind of going back to what we were saying earlier about like, oh, commander that just has like a generically powerful thing. Like you don't have to be like, okay, all I'm going to do is have these zero cost target effects that right. kills every creature. So like, you're not going to flood your deck with that. You're like, hey, what if I did this thing that helps my deck out immensely, but then kind of just do black artifacts on the side. You're just like, this is actually what the deck is about. Right. And I and I have recently will 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 say I mean I haven't played Hirobi in a long time I, mean, I should try him again before I do this officially but I did want to switch him over actually to a Tetsamok Primal Death deck, Ooh, which is the Elder the Dinosaur, dino, yeah, the, mono black Elder Dinosaur. Uh, he has a similar kind of effect where I would have Hirobi in the deck 
Um, because his ability is that you reveal him from your hand for one mana and target something to put a prey counter on it, which with Hirobi in play would just kill it for one mana. Right. So he should come in the deck anyway, which I don't have yet. But with Tetsubak, how do you get it in your hand? So, and that's the fun part. There are two unique lands <laughs> in Commander that put it in your hand. There's Command uh, Zone, I think it's called. Something like that. Um, yeah, something like that. It just taps, sacrifices itself, and puts a commander from your command zone into your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's... Um, they just printed a brand new one that yeah. for two mana and tap it, it can bounce it from the battlefield to your hand. I think it has to be on your turn, It has though. to be on your yeah. turn, but still... But if that's part of the thing. And then, yeah, yeah, you put it in your deck and be like, well, uh, I can kill your stuff now whenever I want. With uh, Tetsumok's ability, oh, it's I, just would be fun. I I, I want to try it out. Um, I it would I would have to design the deck. I would have to probably change it up. I'd probably have to take out maybe a lot of the artifact theme, though. Unfortunately, to to make that work, maybe probably. I would. Maybe I wouldn't have to change it as much as I think. But that that's just a just a thought. Um, next is the longest standing deck in the mono black stack and the next um most popular with only now we're talking we're only 275 decks to its name so really low that's endrick sar master breeder it's not the lowest i have one lower wait endrick sar only has 275 only has 275 and like as you've seen this is a powerful effing deck that's wild it is so strong so I have built it in the way that I ha- I play no creatures above the mana cost of six. And that's purposeful because Endrixar will have to sacrifice himself if you ever have seven or more thralls. And I've built it in a way that I always have a sack outlet in play for Endrixar, which allows me to sacrifice all of the thralls. I mean, it, I generate like 30 creatures a turn, and I end up sacrificing right. those 30 creatures every turn, which just gives me more mana or more draws or more whatever I need. And it, it just always spirals out of control. Like if I have an Endrixar in play and I untap, it's going to be an explosive turn. Yeah, you, you. I don't know if it's in this one, but there's a lot of like Erebos's, interve- or I forget what the enchantment that's like, oh, whenever you sack or whenever a creature you control dies. Each player has to sacrifice. Oh, Dictative Erebos is in this deck. Yes, yes. And also, I mean, so was um, the Vampire. But I took him out because he cost seven. I took him out of the deck. Get him out of here. I got him out of there. I was like, no more of that effect. Uh -uh. And I don't... I also had a Grave Pact, and I took that out of the deck, too. Yeah, I only have now um, the... I should say, some of the meaner cards in a lot of the decks... uh, in Liliana, I also play Turgrid, God of Fright. Right. Uh, because I opened one thing. in like the borderless. But I don't play, I mean, it's literally just in that deck, and I've never seen it. Um, uh, it's just so mean. I don't feel like playing that card in every deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, there's a bunch of cards like that where it's just like, yeah. oh, okay, I guess I guess Yeah, the well, game. <laughs> what's good about it in that deck, particularly too, is it actually helps the deck get to right. some kind of actual winning state. Exactly. Because other, yeah. otherwise the game is just like super dead and we're like just kind of spinning our wheels. Yeah, and like, sometimes you just, just need those. Starting. You need those cards mm-hmm. to be like, well, no one has an answer. And then someone yeah, just so, needs so to I, break I needed tension. it just to be like, all right, guys, I'm going to play this now and we're going to like one more cycle and like all of a sudden I'll have everything. Right. So and it, at, yeah, very fun. least now like everyone is like, okay, well the, now there's an arch enemy yeah, we can all fight. Now, now it's over. Uh, best card in Endrixar has to be Sadistic Hypnotist. 
sacrifice right. a creature, it just and you just get rid of everyone. Discard hands. everyone's hands. Essentially. Yeah, discard yeah. everyone's hands. Every time I've played it, I haven't lost because you just end yeah, up you... playing against people without any hands. It's so good. Um, and so is Ashnod's Altar, stuff like that. You know, right, yeah, of course yeah. they are. They're, they're busted in the deck. But um, And last but not least, this is the lowest number of decks across all of our commanders. Right. And I'm so in love one? with this deck. It's I'm... not because, right, this has been out with all these other ones. And it was in a pre-con, technically. Um, <laughs> it was. It was in my pre-con that I opened. It was the... And I'm yeah, in the the love one. with this commander. I've had so much fun playing him. This is Fane the Broker. Weirdest effing card ever. A 3-3 yeah. human warlock. It has tap, sack a creature, put two 1-1 counters on a creature. Tap, remove a counter, any counter, from a creature you control. Create a treasure. Or tap sack an artifact to make a 2-1 creature with flying. An inkling. Um, and you can pay three and a black to untap him. So you can use it multiple times in a turn with more than four mana. It is so much fun. Yeah, it feels like Every time like, I've played this commander, it's fun. It feels kind of like Brea, where when everyone does something, you're like, wait, hold on, I can do... Yeah, yeah, things. I can do something. Hold on, <laughs> yeah. hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I can do something. Oh, also... Unique lands in Endric are High Market. Duh. It taps a Sacrifice, sacrifice creature. Um, and Ancient Tomb is in there. Um, and that's pretty obvious because uh, you really want to cast Endric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, that card taps uh, for two mana, which gets you closer. And Endric costs a lot. He's, he's four and a, and a, and a black. And so black, yeah. you, you need to counteract it with some uh, some good ramp. And, and Ancient Tomb happens to be a ramp card. Um Unique lands for Fane are Maze of If. This is where I have my Maze of If. Um, and uh, the Isolated Watchtower. Super, super cool card if you haven't seen that one. What um, does that do? I have to look it up myself. Taps for a colorless. And also two and tap. You scry one. You can reveal the top card of your library. If it's a basic land card, you put it on the battlefield tapped. But you can only activate it if an opponent controls two more lands than you. Yeah, so it's kind of like like ramp, but like the white version of ramp. But only where it's if like, you're behind. Hey, don't be don't don't go crazy with it. All right. Yeah, and luckily in a mono black, you don't have ramp that puts lands out. You only right, have yeah, ramp yeah. that puts uh, rocks in play. So you a lot of the time are behind. So it's a cool land to to get you there. Uh, get you some more more lands in play. If you uh, ever you, you wanted end up doing trading a lot of stuff on other, yeah, a trading post is, is in the deck, of yeah, course. You got. It. Um, I don't know if it's in the decks like every time. Oh, it is. Yeah, seventy two percent of of the. Oh yeah, this only has a hundred decks to its name. Yeah, a lowly hundred decks. So it's our lowest um, by far. Um, and trading post is the most played card in the deck, and I don't blame it. It's not like it's that good with the card. It's just the fact that it's. Like right, yeah. they're doing like this is the point of the deck is that I can do anything at any time. Uh, a caddy manufacturer is also in most of the decks, and I don't blame them. That should be in the decks because right. uh, it just allows you your treasures. You make a lot of treasures. That's always generally the best thing you can do. Mm -hmm. um, though I end up doing the put two counters on a creature a lot in this deck. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite cards in the deck is the Necroplasm. I wonder if it even shows up as uh, popular cards to play. Because if not, God, I mean, 
I'm talking to all a hundred of you out hey. there. Um, <laughs> play, We're actually just a Fane the Broker podcast now, where we just oh talk my about God, yeah. play the Necroplasm. <laughs> Necroplasm super unique. It's a three mana one one that at the beginning of your upkeep you put a one one counter on it, and then it destroys everything equal to the number of one one counters, or with the converted mana Heck, cost yeah, of its yeah. one one counters. So, which is hilarious as a card because that means after two turns it gets to three counters. And it blows and up it itself, itself and dies. Yeah. <laughs> well, with Fane the Broker, you can manipulate counters so well that you could either remove counters from it or you could sacrifice other creatures to put two counters on it to get it too beyond what it was to destroy anything it needs. Right, you're like, oh, it's going to be four next turn and I don't want Fane to die, so here we go. Well, th- Fane's a three as well, Fane's so you always want to yeah. skip three. Right, right, like right, you're, right, you, right. You're always trying to make it skip three so it doesn't blow up itself or Fane. Uh, but yeah, I've always had so much fun with it. I've always blown up like really useful stuff. And it's a three mana three three. Like it's not like yeah, it's so fine. tiny. No, yeah, three mana three three. It can hold its own against little guys. Yeah. But that is all our decks. This took less time than I thought. I thought this was going to be. Like I do want to talk about real quick some of the staples that are because um, I did just say, mention. Um, some of the ones we'd expect. Some of the ones you wouldn't expect. That's in my staples, actually. Wake the Dead. So this is a card I play in every single deck. It is unbelievably strong. X black black for an instant. It can only be cast during combat and only on an opponent's combat. So it can't even play it on your own. It retur- It's... Returns X target creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield, and then you have to sack them at the end step. For X black black. That's pretty funny. I love it. So you return, like, generally I'm returning like three, four, five creatures from my graveyard. A lot of those are cards, you know, that that me and you would know, like the Fleshbag Marauders of the world, which right. ends up having to sacrifice things right away. So to just do that at instant speed on a combat that your opponent's not expecting, you could do some really 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 powerful things with this card yeah and they like they don't have to be attacking you for you to do it so you could just be nope. like hey i just want to just trigger to, these that, yeah. two and they have things. to go to their combat they can't skip their combat right yeah so you're they're... always going to be given the opportunity to cast this card it's right. not like no they can just not do combat no, exactly no, they, yeah they have to go through the combat um i do play the liliana dreadhorde general in all my decks even in the deck I don't remember. I think it is Fane the Broker has my um, Immortal Son. Mm-hmm. And I have Planeswalkers, some of the planes, Black Planeswalkers in some of the other decks, but this is the only one that travels to, to all the decks. And that's just because she yeah, has such bl- good value. Yeah, in Black, like almost across all the possibilities of Mono Black, like creatures dying is kind of. Yeah, it's just so perfect for Commander, where, like, she comes in, and either it's in a board state where they're not going to kill her right away, and you can just make some zombies, or generally you're making everyone sack creatures, and then you end up drawing, like, six cards, and, like, maybe she sticks around because of it, who knows? That'd be awesome. Yeah, that just happens. Yeah, yeah, because she's just, like, everyone's got to sack two creatures, so somehow they had more than that, but, and it's usually not a problem. Uh, Yeah, so, and... And, and what works with her with Immortal Sun is like, yeah, even uh, though her uh, abilities can't be used, and that's a nombo, at least when things die, you just you still get the static draw. ability. A right? lot of the cards 
like, you know, say you lose a life and draw a card when a creature dies. You know, stuff like that. Her, she just says, like, nah, just draw a card. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> we got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. No, just draw your card. You'll be, you'll, draw, we're, we're going to be fine. <laughs> so that is the mono black stack. Yeah, no, it took us the full two hours. I mean, yeah. this was what I expected it to take for, for, this is a full episode, people. Yeah. But I hope you enjoyed our, um, our commander decks. Uh, real shout out, quick. Uh, any decks you'd like to talk about in your past that you've deleted, and for what reason? Either Ooh. recently or, or you know, just notable for any given reason. Yeah. So, I this having a lot of decks is actually pretty recent for me. Well, like you know, getting a job where I could afford <laughs> to, to buy yeah. all the cards. A lot of times, I probably only had like five decks at any given time, and I'd cycle them through. Mm. Oh man! So I used to have a like Yidris deck, which was like Storm and Wheels. Oh, is that the Maelstrom one? The one that like yeah, hits someone yeah. and then everything's cascade. all your spells have cascade. That was pretty yeah. good. Um, I think the one that's nearest and dearest to my heart that uh, that I might make again, just because it was like one of my first like like real like decks that I made that wasn't precon was Omnoth. Locus of yeah, Mana. The Locus of Mana, right? Yeah, the original Omnath. Ooh. It, before like, he picked up the Before colors. he picked up the colors, yeah. They don't make Omnaths <laughs> like that anymore. They make it better. But, <laughs> but this one, this one had like this every time someone played this deck for the first time, it, they always came through the same uh, emotions where they're like, they understood what it did. But then it was like, okay, I'm going to tap all my lands to give Omnath to, to generate, I don't know, like, like seven mana now omnath's an eight eight or a nine nine or whatever i'm gonna attack you they're like oh you could just use your mana after combat <laughs> oh no oh, yeah. and they're like oh, what yeah. am i gonna do this thing's huge um and i just love that i just love just like big green creatures just all this ramp and like yeah it, that was a lot of fun um man oh uh Probably my favorite deck that I um, had that I disassembled was like a, my Marcel the Pretender deck. Oh yeah, which Cage I might, counters. yeah, I might, I might remake because that was just so much fun. Um, and that deck was the weirdest because you could exile something with Cage Counters on it, and then it gained yeah. all the activated abilities, right? And, but, and that cage counter sits there, so next time she comes back, she has more abilities. More abilities, yeah, and just the the weirdness of it. It's like it turned Marcel into this really weird Rube Goldberg Planeswalker right, right, thing, right, where it's like, right. okay, I'm gonna. It, it kind of it really caused you to really play really cleanly because you're just like, okay, tap, tap three mana to activate this ability. While this is on the stack, I'm going to use this other ability to untap it using two of the mana. I have one blue floating, and I'm going to tap right. it to the one damage. I'm going to net one mana of this thing. And then I'm going to flicker it because I need to reset it. I'm going to give it haste because I'm, I'm going to use that blue mana or to give it haste, and then blah, blah, blah. And it was just... It got it gets nuts, and you have to do these like like eight steps to just like deal one damage to something, and but then mm. you can repeat it infinitely. Um, but that was, that's one of those things that like, it, it just becomes so complicated, <laughs> but it was just, it just everything I wanted to do. We're just like a super complicated combo that you just fit stuff together and it just does wild stuff. 
Yeah. What about For you? For sure. Um, I, ha- I have a bunch of over my histories. I mean, quick shout out to everyone remembers their firsts. Uh, my first ever commander deck was an eight and a half tails deck. Super, super, super cool freaking card. I kind of wish I made it again. I would make it a lot better nowadays than I ever did back then. Mm. Um, I mean, it was terrible back then. <laughs> I, just, like, <laughs> yeah. I was so bad. Mono White has without, historically yeah. been the worst. Now, remember Mono White 15 years ago. It was so bad. It's a, I couldn't it was impossible anything. to play that. It was so bad. And like I just always remember getting ganged up on so hard. And it sucks because I loved Eight and a Half Tails. May I would love to see him come back. I don't think they're like rehashing anything from the old Kamigawa, but with Neon Dynasty coming out, if they have any mention of Eight and a Half Tails, I'll be like all over it. Like I right. love that card. Yeah, I would really love good. in general just a mono white deck again. Maybe something you know they have to do something though for me to to go down that route. It's pretty um, hard. Yeah, and it the, is, it the is. unfortunate part is like there are so few good amount of white cards like smothering tithe that it's just yeah, like those cards are just so expensive but, yeah well I, luckily i own them all <laughs> i actually own all the like i own smothering tithe i own esper sentinels like i have them um another one uh, early on that i was surprised when it didn't work and it's it super didn't work this was tajik uh he was indestructible mm. and so ever at that time everyone was building indestructible commanders and board wipes were running a plenty and I was like, well, screw it. I'll build an indestructible commander too. I can do it Built too. Tajik. Yeah. And it was terrible. I think I had a lot of trouble because everyone was flying over top at me at the time. Yeah. And, and attacking back then when there wasn't too many like commander specific cards was really bad. Yeah, exactly right. And Tajik relies on like, oh, you want to attack with like two other things to make it a 7-7, which sounds good for Commander. And I don't know, the the deck just super didn't work out. Oh, also shout out to my other um, mono-white Commander deck I built that one time. I think, I remember you hated playing against it. It was that enchantment one that flipped. And like, I would prevent Runetail, I think its name was. It would like, yeah, Runetail Kitsune Ascendant. It was a, uh, when you have 30 or more life, flip it. It's a 2-2 oh, fox mug yeah. for 2 and a white. But you'd flip it right away into an enchantment, which prevents all damage that would be dealt to creatures you control. Yeah, I I think that card is fine, but I just hated the interaction of, like, I, I was like, at least make yourself gain 10 life in order to flip it or something. <laughs> right, it's just the fact that I had to, I flipped it right it's away. It's like a quirk we of the rules. At, like, yeah. by turn three, which is when I casted this card, right? You're never not casting it turn three. It costs three mana. Right, It yeah. flips, and now you got to get rid of my enchantment to get me back there. Yeah. And I, Meanwhile, I, none of my stuff can take damage anymore. And, it, like, you play Pariah and stuff like that back in the day, and Palisade Giants. And, right, and yeah, nothing that kind of stuff. can kill me. Yeah, I was, yeah. A, I was... I played all the cards that could block any number of things, and it was like, you just can't kill me. And, yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> it, like, and everyone was like, well, why don't you just kill the enchantment? It was like, yeah, yeah, that... Everything dies to Doomblade, but yeah, it's like those kinds of cards, or like the one like Felidar or something. It's like, oh, when you have forty life, you win the game. And it's just like yeah. cool. <laughs> yep. Night. I mean, uh, you didn't play. I don't think you played that card, but yeah, it's those types no. of things where it's just like. Uh, no, I had a, I had a Cranko deck. I had you know it got tiring. Cranko. Of course it would. Like yes, play Cranko, tap Cranko, make Goblin, win Goblins. I, it worked. It was great. Um, and then I moved up. Mono red and mono white. I've and and red white, right? I'm talking about all mono red, mono white, and red white combined. I've tried like 
10 different iterations and they all don't last. So there's a clear need for more variation to be done in that um, setting, clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the mono reds I've had in the past, I've had uh, Cranko, I've had uh, Zerzoth, who was a lot of fun, I will uh, admit. I loved my Zerzoth deck. Um, I had Norn the Wary for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. I had... um, the red dragon, the six five, I Rorik's Bladewing. I used him one time. I was just like, yeah, it's my it's Check my commander. It works still. It didn't. Uh, but I tried. <laughs> <laughs> um I had Karlov. That was the precursor to my new white, uh, black good stuff right. deck. Uh that was specific on gaining increments of one life, which made Karlov enormously huge. Yeah, uh, it worked out really well in one v ones, which we ended up playing a lot of. Uh, like, but but in four player commander, I never enjoyed it because Carla would get killed, and my deck would be so bad otherwise. Yeah, that used to be like, well, I gained a, I gained a life, I gained a life. Yeah. Oh yeah, you killed my twenty twenty. Well, guess what? I gain a life this turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, and my deck did nothing else. It was yeah. like, no. My, the whole point is gaining one life at a time. Right. And Carlov does the rest. That's right? like a very. Uh, it's one of those like you can build the deck like perfectly well, like like what you did. But like in the act of playing it, you're just like, man. It's talking about like threat assessment. It's like everyone is thinking the same thing, which is like, I can't play my good card until I kill your commander. <laughs> and it just so happens. It doesn't really matter who's winning. Sometimes that worked out for Karlov too, right? Though, Cause he got so big so fast. He was like, all right, you, you're, you, you got to play it. anything. I have a 2020. I attack you. you can, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it worked out. Uh, yeah. Then everyone's just like, every, and like, and everyone was like, I'm very willing to spend my kill spell. <laughs> yeah. yeah they were, they were willing. Uh, and then, lastly, the most recent one I uh, deleted was my Agar, the Freezing Flame deck. Um, I've mentioned this one on the cast because this is one I immediately misread the card. This is the first time I think that that's happened. Where oh, also I had a um, Corvold deck, right. uh, and immediately hated him. I had him; he was super powerful. I made him more powerful. I won even stronger. I reduced him in power by a lot, and then he was so terrible that it was like. It's like oh, him in a deck with terrible cards, just like the Karlov situation, where it was like, no, 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 I need him to be my engine, but the rest of my deck's so bad. I tried to make food tribal, and it was just, just didn't work. I, I had you, to. You need to add those clues and treasures, and then you got something going. Oh, it was so bad. Uh, and then and you got the freezing flame. Uh, the idea going into it was that I like I could make a bunch of one ones as well, and if I deal two damage to everything, I get to draw cards from that. But I didn't. It has to be other people. So it still worked because I did also include the fact that I'll make everyone else have one ones then too. And then mm-hmm. or count on then having one ones. And dealing two damage happens to be enough. Where I think Agar's a three three, so he think he lives. Yeah. Yeah, which is the reason I built it mostly around two damage um board wipes as the 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 way to go. Where he lives, everyone else dies, I draw. It worked. I did win a few games with him. They weren't that fun, though. Um, Everyone goes giant tribal with him, it looks like, which is hilarious, and I get it. Um, It's not very strong, but... Yeah, it's like, ooh, a giant card. Yeah, (laughs) but I am am definitely looking at... I would love an Izzet deck that isn't just all the ones they have printed already. You know what I mean? Like, I'm looking for something else unique in Izzet. 
um, that's not there already. I have played around with uh, the Pirates, the Malcolm Keen-Eyed Navigator mm-hmm. one. Played around with him a bit, seeing what he can do. Yeah, uh, you'll, you'll probably have to find... You'll, I don't know if there's, like, you'll find a commander that does that, but just find, like, a... Yeah, like, kind of what we said before, just, like, oh, just a, a generically good it commander, and then... Yeah, like, right, which, we'll like, I've messed around with Karanos before, the god yeah. of is it? Yeah, like, he, he's yeah. generically fine, and, like, it, won't Yeah, die. but it won't be a Karanos deck. It'll just be like, here yeah. is a deck I like, and then I just need something to... I've also built a Tibor and Lumia before, who's really unique and cool. Um, you give her Death Touch, and she can just, like, they can just clear anything without flying right, yeah. all the time, which is cool. Um, but, th- but that was kind of it, right? It just got to that point, and I was like, meh. <laughs> meh. And then Boros, I'm still looking for cool stuff to do. Um, and then I, I did build a five-color deck, guys, because I know I haven't built... And it is super, super fun. It was based off Cody. Yeah, it was super unique. Um, unfortunately, it's a deck that uh, relies on casting Inevitable Betrayal, which is a card that takes. I've been cards betrayed from... by books before. Yeah, it, it's a card that casts. Uh, not doesn't cast, but it plays creatures from other people's decks, which is why you can get around it with Cody. Yeah, it's and that doesn't work on uh, on camera. Right. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the games are played now. And that is so unfortunate because I've yeah. definitely I was right. So I haven't built it. I literally, if I wanted to build it today, I would need like thirty bucks, and I could build it, which is like mm. so super super cheap for that. Oh yeah, yeah. Cut when you were talking. I I forgot I had built like an Arcades wall deck. Ah, that was fun. I don't know. I just like attacking people with walls. Yeah. Um, I built uh like a a Bant morph deck. That was a lot of fun. Because I know most people build like Animar Morphs because that's just the better way to do it. But like, I love the idea of I could blink my morphs and the morphs are actually like manifested, uh, like permanence. And then it's like, oh, well, actually, it was this enchantment that I had. <laughs> right. Um, that was fun. Yeah, there's there's probably a bunch of. I I probably messed around with some like is it Spellslinger deck before I turning it into. Oh, I had a Marchesa deck at one point. Mm. Oh, I forgot. I'm just kind of scrolling through EDH track being like, oh yeah. yeah. One of my favorite decks, I built a land uh, theme deck with the Gitrog monster. Ah. That was a lot of fun. Um, that got kind of um, tedious after a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> because basically, you the first thing you need to do is just like freeze the board and no one can attack you because you have like Glacial Chasm out. And like right. Maze of Ith, and you can copy Maze of Ith and do all this stuff. And then you can like slowly grind out value after that. Right. Uh, and that means like all your good lands are in this deck instead of in all your decks. <laughs> so, right, right, so right. So that, kind of, uh, that got kind of rough. I built a rat deck at one point that sucked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually have, that's funny you mentioned that, I have Rat Tribal in one of my mono black decks. I think Ayara. Ayara's got a rat theme in there. Rat theme? Nice. Yeah, because there's a lot of cards that, that actually make a ton of rats, like uh, yeah, yeah. the Slumlord and whatnot. Yeah, so there is a slight rat theme in, in the in the deck. Man, I'm going through. It's in Ayara. There's so many decks. Oh, Ruitar. That was one of my favorites. 
I I don't remember your Rook Tardy. Rook Tardy Unbound. That's the one whenever a player yeah, deals six damage, non right? Whenever... spell deal six. Yeah, that was so much fun because it's like you just play these dumb creatures. This might have been what like in our in our like when I was back in uh, Rochester, right? But like you know, you just play these big stupid creatures, and then everyone else is sitting there like, "Is this worth taking six? <laughs> and then you plop like something like Rook, give Rutar a uh, lifelink on and, or something. It's just like so much fun. It, right. It, unfortunately, it kind of suffered from like someone would be like, oh, what decks do you play? And I'd be like, ooh, I'm excited. I'm going to play my Rutar deck. They'd be like, well, I can't play my Is It Spellslinger deck anymore. And then they put it <laughs> to the side and it'd be like, ah, it's, it's kind of metagame, but I understand because it's like you right. literally just can't play your deck. Like, imagine play, me playing Rutar against your Paco deck, and you'd be like, well, literally all my spells <laughs> deal six damage to me, <laughs> so I can't do this. I, yep, need, to, yep. or I need to kill Rutar at all costs. Yep. Um, yeah, there's, there's probably just a bunch of other cards. Oh, uh, Reaper King. Oh, yeah! I do remember the Reaper King deck, for the sure. Scarif Reaper King was strong. Tribal. Yeah, it, it got kind of annoying how it was like, it, it it was strong um again like not actually super super powerful but just like the right. threat of destroying permanence was just like yeah I it, it, right 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 that yeah. specifically was a little much yeah i agree yeah especially back when like maybe now you could bring it back and it probably, probably. wouldn't be as scary yeah. but yeah yeah it was like we didn't have the capabilities to the mimeoplasm like was one of my favorites ah uh, yes yeah remember him yep um, yeah, I guess I haven't had a, a, that many. Uh, yeah, I definitely have nothing. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to scroll through the top most popular list. Man, I don't even have like anything in the top hundred, <laughs> like built, like or ever built. Mo- also, I will say I am a person that most of mine end up not making it. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, you build it and you're just like, oh. I built, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never end up even actually buying the cards and going through with it. I, I've built so many decks and just, you know, don't end up getting there. Yeah, right. I did have the Obun deck because that was a pre con. Um, but Obun, you know, I never planned on keeping Obun. I just figured I bought the deck. So I was like, I might as well play it. Right. Yeah. Times. I, I immediately, you know, that I bought that deck because of how many cards I needed from it, which yeah. was surprising, and it was just twenty bucks at the time. It was like an incredible investment. Oh yeah, I had sign of the Urdra. Oh, I had an Edric Spymaster of Trust deck back in the day. Oh, I did yeah. have that. I remember that. Yeah, one. I opened him back in I think Conspiracies, maybe when he came out or something like that. I opened it. Yeah, and I, I had think him so. for a while. Yeah, and he was a lot of fun to be honest. Actually, I had a ton of fun. I did not build him in the typical everyone calls it the flying man way i guess the all the one mana yeah yeah one flyers that's not how i built the deck at all i honestly built it as a green white uh, or sorry green blue good stuff deck um and it was a lot of fun it was actually a really unique deck because it he was actually sort of political he's actually kind of cool to play because it entices your opponents to attack each other and not you yeah i, I, they draw cards. I actually no, I, I think i took endrick out of my zyros deck kind of goes to show <laughs> I was trying yeah, to. Yeah, it's that good. I had a Shu Yun, the Silent Temptus deck, as like one of oh. my first. Um, I don't remember that Jesper one at one. all. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah, that, you just reminded me though. I had a Geist of Saint Traft deck. Yeah, I remember that. I remember one. that. But I think you probably don't remember Shu Yun because it very quickly turned into the Narset. 
Oh, okay, yeah. And I, oh, yeah. I remember Narset. Oh, yeah. just like, yeah. oh, this is just way too... It was like, it was like everyone Narset's was like, broke. I thought I was scared of Kalia, but this is much worse. Yeah, yeah. Narset's broken. Like, how She's about gross. instant speed Ugin? <laughs> Ugin's <laughs> actually not that bad, but... Uh, you can't activate it right away. Yeah, there's this... Oh yeah, my first my first five color deck was a Progenitus deck. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, it makes sense. I remember that deck too. Jeez. Wasn't that when you played all the enchantment? All the, the shrines. Shrines. Yeah, you played all the shrines. That now they have fun. like they then they came out with the shrine Sanctum of All. You should have brought back shrines. Oh yeah, I can do that. I might. Bring I back know. Shrines. Yeah, they have like legit shrine deck now. I, sure, I'll I just throw another five color deck in the in the in the ring. I do remember back when in the early days, a lot of people had Child of Alara decks as a five color deck. And we played it with the current commander rule, even though it wasn't the rule back then. Right, yeah. We played it where when it died, everyone would die and it would go back to the command zone. And I hated it back then and would hate to play against it now. Luckily, no one really plays it. That's but. kind of like the Sorolf energy, where it's just like... Yeah, right. exactly. That's exactly... And I hated it back then. That's exactly what it would be compared to. Oh, yeah, man. it was like a Sorolf. Like, it just destroyed everything. It was so annoying. Oh, I made an Afara God of the Polis deck. Yeah. Yeah, I had that for a bit. It was not good. It was terrible. <laughs> it was, that It's pretty hard to make that one work. Yeah, it was super terrible. You, you I went for... So, it, it relied on, like making creatures each turn so you tried to like make like a two two on random turns so that when it got to the next turn you drew because it draws on each upkeep as long as you had a creature enter so you tried to play cards Uh, i think it would be a lot better now honestly i think they've they've printed a lot more cards that create tokens on instant speed yeah there's i'm sure it'd be so much there's a lot of because it, it is an star in my uh, gavi cycling deck because ah there you go I, yeah it would draw yeah. like every turn it draws every turn yeah as long as i have yeah yeah i will say when i played the deck it was terrible <laughs> yeah because you just be like oh terrible. man i don't like will you play a creature or no you have to play a creature no you have to yeah. yeah you have to get a creature out somehow which in white blue is not easy and not yeah. good um, so you played some terrible, terrible cards. I remember my favorite card in that deck being Spirit Mirror, a four mana enchantment that it would be hilarious to play now against your deck, your tribal tribal deck, because it has zero destroy target reflection. <laughs> I'd be like, no, yeah. all, <laughs> I can destroy Quick. all your changelings. Destroy the mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, the whole thing was that at the beginning of your upkeep, you make a two-two as long as you control no reflections. Yeah, which it is a two-two reflection that you're making. Uh-huh. So you like you you destroy it at the end of whoever's turn, and then yeah. your upkeep, you just make one again. Uh, it was an awesome card. It was so much fun. But uh, yeah, you used to have a Freaka deck, I remember. Oh, I did have a Freaka that was your, deck. That was your god. <laughs> yes, dude. That deck was actually really, really cool. Um, it wasn't great, though. <laughs> Another one. Wasn't good. Yeah, wasn't was, a good deck. It was one of those, like, but oh, Freaka was cool. You could do stuff, but it's like, hmm, but. It was super punishing to use all the mana, unfortunately, for Freaka. Like, you wanted to hold up all the mana for Freaka. But on your turn, you really needed to play stuff. It was it was tough. the The effect was good, but not punishing enough. Yeah, those those kind of commanders enough. that like require mana activation, it always sucks because you like. Yes. I want to play this so I can activate it next turn, but like 
Yes, but that, that is definitely a lesson I've learned after after both Farika plus eight and a half tails being my first ever one. Right. Uh, they just don't work out. I, that is a good lesson to learn is yeah. Yeah, don't count on commanders. If they have a mana, abil- like a ability that costs mana, don't count on it. Cause, uh, <laughs> Treat that as part of the mana cost. Oh, w- w- though, saying that, I had a mono-red Kumano deck that actually worked rather well. <laughs> which wh- which one's Kumano again? The five mana, um, like I think he's like a 5-3 or some crap, but he has one and a red to deal one damage to any target. And oh, if it's a creature right. and he kills it, it exiles it instead. And the whole purpose was just to make a bunch of mana and deal a bunch of damage with them. And it worked. Bunch of damage, yeah. But it was super boring, and that's why I had to delete it. I mean, like, yeah, it got to a point where I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, that that kind of how is um my, like, File Smasher deck. Like, I don't want to improve it so much because it's like, okay, I understand. I'm going to put all the damage doublers <laughs> in there and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it's just, just going to sit there and sit yeah. at its power level. All right. Well, with that, uh, let's go into next D&D podcast. What do we hope to be talking about? Finally, maybe. Uh, no, we're not going to talk about one shots. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, then, then, then we'll bring up, you know what? Then we have tons of character creation series that we yeah, have to we'll get through. Fill because in there. they're popular episodes and we got to get to them. So we will pick a character. Uh, we'll we'll figure that out later so that we don't waste time here. Uh, what about next time we get to MTG then? Uh, well, we might end up talking about uh, spoilers for the new set. Yeah. Uh, I imagine they'll, they'll, they'll be there. Uh, at least a lot will by the time. Maybe not all. We, I know we'd like to wait, but honestly, if we want to talk about them, we're just going to talk about yeah. them. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll probably end up getting to them uh, after that. So right. that's, that's what we'll get to. Uh, what if they want to reach out to us and suggest what we should be going over? What are we missing, people? Well, tell us what you want us to hear. You can shut your mouth. Yeah, no. there you go. Just don't talk to us ever. We never want to hear from exactly. you. Exactly. But if you want to ignore our advice and do reach out to us, <laughs> you can reach out to us on Twitter at Dragon Party Pod or uh, our email, which is dragonpartypodcast at gmail.com. Awesome. Uh, I hope you enjoyed all of our Commander decks. We enjoyed talking about them. Yeah. I want to play them. Play with us. Maybe we'll, eventually, maybe if we get enough of a following, we'll have like. Dragon party pods. The dragon oh, party. oh, get it? Oh, get it? Oh, oh, oh. Get out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Leave the party now. Leave the party. <laughs> <laughs> See our new host <laughs> next week. Oh, man. Uh, and to all you listeners out there, party on. Party on.